0: Perhaps it should be a masquerade instead.
1: Focus. Maybe a costume ball,
0: something with a little flair.
1: Come on, Rai, pay attention.
0: Costumes with layers, ones that can be taken (sighs) off. We can start the night in full dress and end it. You're
1: not even trying.
0: Fine, observe my magical prowess.
1: I did it. You shook it! I wouldn't dare. Try again. Saint, Cal. What's wrong with me? Well, nothing is wrong.
0: I speak eleven languages. Some for countries I've never seen, nor am I likely to step foot in. Yet I cannot coax a cloud of dirt to move, nor a drop of water to rise from its pool. It's maddening! Why is the language of magic so hard for my tongue to master?
1: Because you can't win the elements over with your charm, or your smile, or your status. They disrespect me. The earth beneath your feet does not care you'll be king, nor the water in your cup, nor the air you breathe. You must speak to them as equal, or even better, as supplicant.
0: I know, I know. I only wish. Wish what? I wish I had a drink. Do try, Cal want to be good, or at least better, but we can't all be... you.
1: What can I say? I'm one of a kind. (laughs) You two of a kind. Speaking of that, I've been meaning to ask, what was Holland doing here?
0: Same thing he always is, delivering the mail.
1: You're trying too hard.
0: It's because it is hard. Just because you make it look easy doesn't mean that it is. What's it?
1: What's what like?
0: Being able to travel, to see other Londons. What are they like? Uneventful. (sighs) I'm rubbish at this and we both know it.
1: Practice?
0: Practice won't do a damned thing.
1: Your problem, Rai, is that you don't want to learn magic to learn magic. You want to learn it because you think it'll help lure people into your bed.
0: And I don't see how that's a problem. And it would. I've seen the way the girls boys fawn over your pretty black eye, Cal. <sighs> Forget the lesson. I'm in no mood for learning. Let's go out.
1: Why? So you can use my magic to lure people into
0: your bed? <laughs> Fine idea. But no, we must go out, you see, because we're on a mission. Oh. Yes. Because unless you plan to wed me yourself... And don't get me wrong, I think we'd make a dashing pair. <laughs> I must try and find a mate.
1: You think you'll find one traipsing around the city? Oh,
0: goodness, no. Knows what fun
1: I'll have while failing. Moving on. Uh, let's be done with this. We shall be done. As soon as you can contain a flame. Before the light goes out.
0: <sighs> Look! Look, I did it! Don't lose focus! What? What? A word of praise? Not even a. Right? Right? Right!
2: Second-floor guest room filled with tall ales and taller tales. Join a group of grown men intent on discussing the intricacies of fantasy and science fiction. Tim Gilbert Media presents.
0: Don't just let we <laughs> <laughs> I like to
2: battle axe Shot it right to the back of a rod. Oh. Oh. Fans of blood magic wielding Davy Havoc clones and cross dressing pickpockets, this is the Dungeons and Dweebs podcast, episode 17 A Darker Shade of Magic, part one. I'm your host, Bob. I'd rather die on an adventure than live standing still, although standing still is what these characters seem to do best. Blood Speaker Tickle Me Emo the Fourth. But I'm not alone. Across the table from me, he's bent most of the rules and broke the rest. And his knowledge of blood magic and his manipulation of the five elements is sure to get him into your game box. It's Luke! (laughs) (laughs)
3: What? Hey, uh, welcome back. Peep that uh, old school uh, fantasy intro. It's been a while. Oh Um, yeah, finally back. Hey, he's back. He's (laughs) back in action. Um, Hey, yeah. Back to fantasy after a, a long time. I'm kind of excited. I don't know. We we talked about this a little bit at some point. I know at least me and Bob in real Definitely. life about man, maybe I don't like sci-fi that much. You <laughs> must get back to fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe I've just been drowning in sci-fi. <laughs> hey, at any rate, let's uh we got a, a bunch of different Londons and stuff to cover here, so why don't we <laughs> kick this off? To my left, who you call a binhead? It's Claw! <laughs> Happy summer,
0: my lovelies. It's summertime, and that means your old Uncle Club is spending his days tending to flower beds and meticulously cutting my grass. Ah, who am I kidding? I've been spending my time sitting on patios, drinking summer brews, brought to me by buxom tavern maids, and playing cornhole. Hey. Or or beanbags, for the unenlightened. (laughs) Although I did meet a nice young lady who picked the pocket of my summer Technicolor dream coat, effectively trapping me in this godforsaken monochromatic realm. (laughs) But hey, I was into it. (laughs) Across the table from me, wait, what, what? Where's Paul? Oh. All right, wait, i got to redo this now. Um, uh, he's the Bucky to my cap, the Q to my Bond, the Morty to my Rick, or is it the Rick to my Morty? I don't actually watch
1: that show. Neil's back. How are you, Neil? Oh, I am fantastic, but you have not met a buxom woman this whole summer, so why do you keep lying to the listeners? Oh. Wow. Well, you, don't, you
3: don't know. I know.
1: <laughs> I've played enough cornhole to know that this is a terrible round. <laughs> what the audience can't see is me showing a picture of my cornhole
2: game that
1: I, He showed us a can picture we, uh, of his cornhole.
3: call it holy board or <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I, I
2: holy could, bags. Board. Okay, yeah. Bags. So so how on earth uh holy boards much better than cornhole? Actually, never. I think I've whole, never liked this. I think this. holy
3: boards the one with the washer. Because yes, yeah, yeah, it is. It is. Yes.
2: Or bags. that or Polish horseshoes. That's the one with the washer. <laughs> so was too. cornhole does that come from Iowa? I mean, I, it has to do
3: it, it it has to do with the bags were originally filled with corn. Cornhole. Right, right. I think I think it's actually uh calling it bags is a uh, did I just let my accent out? I'm bags, bags. Bags. No, I know I didn't. You want, some, you want
1: some milk? Milk.
3: God, give me a friend some milk.
1: Um, wow. Uh, Listeners, if you missed our educated discussion on the intricacies of determining the name of Cornhole, welcome back to the show.
3: <laughs> I hate the term Cornhole. I think, I think it's Cornhole everywhere else. You
2: know, I you know what? That's what it, okay, it, you know what it is is because we'd always go to like these Fourth of July engagements and stuff like that. Um, my my family was always, uh, you know, fairly, uh, you know, staunchly religious and up, somewhat uptight. But you know, it'd be always fun to hear Grandma kind of come down. Okay, cats, let's go play some cornhole. And it always just <laughs> sounded foul. Like, knew you to grab your bags. Let's go play some cornhole. And <laughs> <laughs> you'd
3: be like. Oh, my God. I have several questions. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. Bags. 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 Hey, where's my beak? Yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, a darker shade of magic, um, summertime, cornhole, welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, it is kind of odd timing. I feel like it's
2: summer. I feel like it's time for fun, and we are getting darker. With a darker shade of magic,
3: uh, how did we end up here? Uh, where did where did
2: we get a darker shade of magic from? I did. I uh,
3: covered it a little bit at the end of our last episode. If you weren't, if you didn't stick around for the end of Ender's Game, I, I actually I'd found this. Um, uh, I'm a big fan of Geek and Sundry's critical role, and this uh, they had the author B. E. Schwab on for a commercial, um, right. and she they just talked about it briefly. And this was right around the time we were talking about starting up a good old podcast. Um, and it just ended up on our list as something, you know, fantasy with magic. I also thought, you know, I, I missed the Harry Potter boat when I was younger. Uh, so, and V.E. Schwab sounded really cute. No? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, nothing against her. Um, no, uh, it just, the world sounded interesting. I wanted to, I wanted, it, it seemed to be a little more, you know, not so, we already covered I don't like to read about kids. So yeah, we've <laughs> been reading about kids yeah, a lot around so, here. So, you know, we at least got uh, some young adults mm, <laughs> um, and some magic, and I, I thought that sounded like a good idea. Right. But of everything we've read, I think Red Rising kind of may be
2: considered young adult. Mm-hmm. This is actually, I think, the first honest-to-God YA that we have read. Which is ironic, because she tweeted the other
1: day that this is an adult book. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? But definitely crossover material. Crossover material. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Uh, older young adult. I, I think I could see that.
0: I think for some of the themes in the book and some of the things that we're going to discuss as mm-hmm. well, that it, uh, definitely like an older YA. Right. Because with a lot of the things that are going on, uh, I mean, the basis of how magic is done, you don't want your you know 12-year-old running around trying to make magic that way.
2: Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I, I would definitely say this is something, uh, because of the some of the material handled in it, yeah. maybe for older young adults, definitely... But I I don't think there's any. It's pretty tame in terms of violence. I guess I guess it's pretty tame in terms of anything going on. (laughs) Not that you're getting ahead of yourself.
1: On your thoughts. About it's more book.
0: romantic. I, I take this hey. to be more of a, well, yeah, but that's because something's got to go on. I waited so long for something to happen in this book that I feel like I wanted to start jumping, th- jump into it right away because I waited so long for things to happen.
2: Whoa, whoa. Critique right ooh, off the bat. Ooh. ooh, ooh. ooh already shots fired. shots fired. Cornhole bags thrown. <laughs> <laughs> Bag in the hole. Uh. Come on, kids, let's go down. V e. Schwab's here. We're going to play some
3: cornhole. <laughs> Wookie what is the part of the show where uh, it falls off the rails it's um, <laughs> three minutes in <laughs> uh. <laughs> all right guys well hey why don't um, why don't we get around first though hey yeah. I tell you what Neil you're back that means it's your turn
1: to buy the round there my friend so on a funny story I have started I went back during my time off and began the beginnings of the Dungeons and Dweebs wiki hmm I had to do some research on this because, you know, I'm so sorry. I started thinking that this is a little unfair how often I've had to pay when we go to get these <laughs> rounds. So I went back to episode 3 and wrote down everyone who paid. Episode, for episode, episode
3: 3 being the inception of Tavern, Tavern Talk. Okay. okay.
1: Since that time, Clive and Luke you've paid the most. Oh, I knew this. Each <laughs> of you have paid Each of you have paid 6 times, yeah. for a total of 21% of the time. I think it's wow. you because know, we go, we go to the real life bar together. Now, sadly, <laughs> six times no one paid.
2: Oh, okay. So we really so need to tip. We really sh- need to tip our yeah, I as as well. Oh, I, I paid. And,
1: <laughs> so got paid. you
2: got paid. And
1: in that sense, we missed it six times for another twenty-one percent. I apologize. Coming in third, most payments was myself with four already. <laughs> Out of only twelve times we stopped All for right. rounds. How, paid I'm at thirty-three percent. Have I paid once? I'm not done with you yet. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, by percent, just because Ted was here once, he paid one time out of the two. He's at fifty percent. It doesn't even count for him. No. Paul, that freeloader downstairs, has it paid twice out of fourteen.
2: Okay. That's We're also at
1: fourteen percent. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. And in last place. <laughs> The lowest percent, Bob. I would not have expected this out of you. Once three out of twenty-eight. Twenty-eight. <laughs> <28? laughs> wow. Well, or eleven percent. So uh, how do you feel about being known as the I biggest free at right, this table you. right You now. know what?
2: I'm gonna buy you all two rounds. I'll t- I'll pick it up at the beginning and the end. Thank you. There we you. go. We'll double down there on this go. one. I'm all right. Marking well, hey. this down. <laughs> Wiki, here we come. Here it
0: is. <laughs> I was in a relationship no, I swear with, you, you with the Woman with the blue boys. dragon,
2: she brought me up to her room did oh, she have good Where's time? my corn purse? Why don't you Where's fellas follow me to my gender? colors? I'll
3: show you how my glory is good. What'll it be, boys?
2: Tavern talk. All right, well, we're back. It's hot in here, but the drinks are cold. Yeah, so. thanks for the round, Bob. Yeah, thanks, hey, no, no problem, no problem. I'm I'm really happy about it, uh, but I'm going to really hear it from my wife when I get back home. Ew. That's uh, yeah, okay. All right, so, hey, this is Tavern Talk. Uh, if you haven't joined us before, this is the time where we take about a half an hour or so out of the show to go around and talk about things that are happening, uh, nerd-wise, in our, in our
3: lives. So, Luke, what do you got? Um, lately in my nerd life, actually, we share this, uh, this (laughs) little, uh, random... I don't know, a pa- not a passion. I would not call it a passion. This is not uh, a passion. We found Bob found a new podcast. <laughs> um, so we've
2: been little, listening. Little, yeah, to... a little
3: shout out to uh, last podcast on the left. Uh, we've been diving into the occult. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we have. Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah, everything from Hollow Earth, uh, Nazis. I'm on, Nazis on a four part ser- series
2: about Elrond Hubbard. Oh man, it <laughs> mm-hmm. is the greatest thing. Dave- David Bowie and the occult. Uh, that was great. Okay, um, just to wet your whistle, guys. Like you got to listen to this podcast. These guys are great. Uh, I mean, I will say it's not for kids. It's explicit. They even say, "Do not listen to this work at work, or you will be fired." And they are correct. Uh, correct. They are very correct. But fascinating information. All I gotta say, David Bowie, okay, mm-hmm. has a jar or had a jar of fingernail and toenail clippings and urine from Robert Plant. Yes, in his refrigerator. Because they
3: were dueling magicians. Well, no. Uh, <laughs> David Bowie was um, paranoid that Robert Plant was going to cast a spell on him, and as a, a uh, an effort of good faith, he gave him uh, his toenails and his urine uh, to David Bowie. Right, right. So, like, in case, hey, if you ever, if you're. Um, Super, If your uh, suspicions ever come true, you have a piece of me to cast a spell against me. Right, right. So both right. of them were
2: into the occult, and, and they had met up with each other, had kind of become friends or whatever, but then as Bowie slowly dived into his paranoia and drug use,
3: he started <laughs> believing... C- cocaine, cocaine, um, chili peppers, and milk diet. Yes,
2: which, by the way, Robert Plant, uh, this is crazy, bought a castle on the shores of Loch Ness, <laughs> okay? And from there would wear his magician's hat and hold weird occult things yeah. over there. But from there, David Bowie thought that he was casting spells against I him. Know. That was I ruining know. his paranoid it, life.
0: That, that is one How much
2: them. fun would it be to go to Robert Plant's weird
0: eyes-wide-shut
2: occult party? though? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. We're, we're going to summon Nessie from the lake. Yes! Now! Robert Plant is standing on his wall in just this flowing bathrobe, bathrobe <laughs> but just <laughs> naked. <laughs> Right. yeah, so I uh, But if that doesn't get you interested in listening to it maybe it's not for you. Maybe it's not for you. But the, the behind the scenes stories on stars and and musicians and cult leaders, it's it's kind of fascinating. Very You've gotta of course always listen between these guys joke around a lot. So you have to kind of be very on top of, you know, when they're telling what is the accurate information mm-hmm. and when they're kind of joking around. But it is
3: it is a lot of fun. Yeah. Phenomenal. Yeah. Um I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go too much into it. It's E3 this this week. It's yeah. This week. Um, mm-hmm. or is it finishing up today that we're I recording? Think, I think you're I right. Think it's up I today. think you're right. Um, yeah, lots of cool stuff is coming down the pipeline. Um, but I do I have some feedback from Twitter. Really? Um, yeah. Uh, another cool thing about podcasts how our episodes kind of just exist, and so something from our Red Rising episodes. We got a tweet from at Civil Tweets. Just read the Red Rising Trilogy Plus One and are now working through your episodes. Uh, your Just read through Red Rising Trilogy Plus One and now working through your episodes on them. Four minutes into the Red Rising Part 2 and holy F, <laughs> that scene you guys did with the Jackal was amazing. I'm so hyped right now. <laughs> and then he followed it up almost like a couple minutes later. I'm sitting in a drive-thru right now and this is the most excited I've ever been in a drive-thru. <laughs> 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 well, thank you, thank you yeah. for the feedback. Thank That's you for, awesome. Thank you for the praise. We appreciate that. Yeah, and that is. I mean, I, I, I texted this out to everybody immediately because I was so excited. Like, I yeah, you know, especially it's like an, an episode and an intro that you just. I remember doing it. It's kind of in the can. I think we all went back and had to listen to it. Like, what, what did we do? for that episode Yeah, right. Um, and right. and it's so it's
2: so fun to hear feedback from you guys because I mean. We do this uh, kind of just for our own enjoyment, mm-hmm. and we throw it out there, and we never know. You know do people really like this mm-hmm. or not?
3: Uh, and so it's always great to hear back from you guys when you enjoy something. Yeah, and so, and so um, Jake, uh, he, he actually, he had emailed us after, probably one of our first email feedbacks. Um, yeah. Hey. Just said that he really enjoyed the episode, um, kind of re- retreaded what he said in his tweet again, and um, and really, it kind of came down to he was looking for some help. Um, he's finished Red Rising, um, and he's really looking for something to scratch that post Red Rising itch. Something with yeah. characters that you care about, something you could really get into. Um, I think, Neil, did you? You had, you had a recommendation. I talked to you a little bit. I asked for your guys' help because right, right, right. I'm the wrong guy. Yeah. Fair. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, yeah, and when
1: you said that, the first books that came personally to my mind were the Night Angel trilogy by Brent Weeks. It deals with magic, deals with assassinry, deals with killing things. Sorry, let me rephrase. Assassins are the worst. Sorry, they are not as good. If you read the book, you'll understand that quote. Apologies for all of those of you who have
2: read it and just got offended by what I just said. Yeah. <laughs> Uh-huh. Um, I, I I have recommendations for you as well. Um, if if you you know it's it's bloody uh, and it's got some sex in it, but I would say Jay Kristoff, uh, uh, God's Grave, Never It starts out with Nevernight and God's Grave. Mm, yeah, um, you brought that up. Yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, it's a book that I've talked about. Uh, I would highly recommend it. I think it's kind of in that vein. Like uh, I would say are authors um, in terms of style uh, that that are somewhat similar. So I would definitely give those a look see, and then I'm gonna bring up Neil. You are not going to uh, agree with me, but Mark Lawrence, The Broken Empire, Prince of Thorns. Um, aside from the age thing, uh, <laughs> go for the uh, Prince of Thorns trilogy. Again, another young protagonist uh, comes up and leads an army. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, really good. I would I would say check those out. I'd highly recommend both of those.
3: I cool. might not agree, serious. but I respect your opinion. <laughs> And just, wow. uh, just a, a la- last little nugget from Jake before we move on. Um, he had said, just because we had talked about it during those episodes, uh, compared to the depth of the characters in Red, or he he had gone on to try to read Ready Player One. Yeah. Um, oh, he's, uh, <laughs> um, big mistake. Uh, it was like trying to eat a bag of Cheetos after a five-course meal. Not that <laughs> I don't like Cheetos, but I really <laughs> <laughs> fell flat for me. <laughs> Uh, Compared to the depth of characters in Red Rising, Ready Player One seemed so shallow that I had a hard time caring about anything that happened. Also, he was born in 1992, he says, uh, so I knew about half the 80s things that were referenced and there was no nostalgia going on. Right. Um, Which I I think we, when we talked about this book, uh, I really think,
2: uh, unless you are somebody who is from the 90s, steeped in the 80s, this is a book that only goes on nostalgia. Uh, oh, in a hundred years they are not going to be reading this book true you know I, th- th- this is something that really exists only I think for our generation it's us going back mm-hmm. having our last hurrah with that time period I and remember it. Pac-Man yeah yeah <laughs> yeah hey you remember 8-bit stuff yeah. oh I remember <laughs> yeah. okay
0: anyway yeah, uh, right. that,
3: that's all I got club how I was how we been
0: Well, getting to be the time that we're at, it's summer. We've had a little bit more time. I've had a little bit more time to dive into some things um, people have been telling me about. I've been doing the TV and the movie thing. Of course, there was Infinity War that came out around this time period. Again, still trying to recover. Uh, <laughs> uh, Westworld became one of my big things. Well, you I got into that? I binged the cool. entire two seasons out there of oh uh, Westworld God. right now, and I want more. Yeah, you're actually you're, you're
3: ahead of me. I think I started before you. Yeah, you're ahead of me it now. is just well, wow. I, I
0: you know I got a I got the nice little HBO streaming mm-hmm. uh, system, so I can just sit there in forty five minutes, forty five minutes, forty five cool. minutes, forty five minutes. But great storyline. Mm. Um, it has a lot of things that harken back to the classic '70s movie mm. because uh, the Michael Crichton book and the, the '70s movie oh, right. Westworld with with you with oh, Ewell is Brenner. This, this? is not an original. It's
1: based off of something. Yeah, no, this is it's, based off Michael had, Crichton had, book. No, yeah, yeah, based, yeah based, on based on the book, based on the show, based on new movie, based on the. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and when you get when you get Sir <laughs> Anthony Hopkins in
0: anything, I mean, yeah. it's just oh, phenomenal. God. Especially yes. when he kind of plays he kind of plays the bad guy here.
1: And he plays a very To a certain good opinion, to I a certain
0: point. I'm just gonna kind put of. that. That's why back. I
1: said kind of. <laughs> I mean, we could argue that one. Yes. Many, many hours. Yeah, here, yeah, actually. The other
0: one that I've been that I got into and that I've been I'm binge watched to get up to date on for the last two seasons is called Legion, and it's on FX. It's um, oh, that's it's, ba- it's based on the Marvel character Legion. Yeah. Um, mm. who is uh, ba- basically just schizophrenic, and each of his personality has has different powers. Whoa. <laughs> okay. And he's a little intense. The yeah. show the show is it diverges from the comics quite a bit, but the show is it's beautifully shot, it's trippy as heck. And it's got the dude from Flight of the Concords in it playing a serious character, which is really <laughs> weird. <laughs> yeah. Nice. <laughs> um, so that those are the two biggest things that I definitely suggest to our readers. Uh Westworld Westworld's great. It's it, it it's kind of a dude soap opera. It's a sci-fi soap opera. Yeah. Right. It really is um legion legion is one of those that you don't you have to watch it and watch it there is so much stuff going on and it's shot so beautifully it's not one of those that you're going to sit down and i'm going to watch a couple episodes when i get home after the bar no it's you have Mm. to pay attention to what's going on but it is so worth it in the long run Mm. neil it's been a long time since you've been able to chat about your stuff
1: yeah, I really haven't done much.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, heard, I heard you listen to a lot of Tavern well, Talk.
3: <laughs> I did. And as soon as
1: Tavern Talk was done... Fast forward, fast forward. <laughs> you gotta get that listen count boosted. Mm. Okay, there, there you, you go. go. Nice. More Good than job. Paul. But it's anyway... <laughs> the only person out there who's
0: just listening to Tavern Talk.
1: <laughs> this could be. I mean, we don't... If there's anybody out there just listening to Tavern so, Talk. So, during my... Months now, if you yes. will. I've done a lot, but I'm going to highlight just a couple things here. Cool. And first, I'm going to bring up a note of possible pronunciation error on my part. I'm not entirely sure. I recently reread a five-book series by the British author David Gemmel, or what was your other pronunciation? I always I always said Gemmel. Oh, I, I said Gemmel. I, uh, yeah. I say Gemmel. Going with the famous quote from the one Simpsons episode, well, I've only read it in books. I've never actually pronounced the word out loud, so I really don't know how his name is actually pronounced. <laughs> oh, just wait till we get to so, this book. Oh, yes, don't <laughs> worry. I had some fun moments there. So I recently reread his five-book Stones of Power series that involves some of the Arthurian legend, and then after the first two books, it gets into a trilogy that's more based on like the western motif, where there's the lone gunslinger doing all these different things, and that was a fun set. And I hear someone
2: might have bought them. I yeah, after I, a recommendation. You, you recommended <laughs> it, uh, and and so I went out and hey on eBay got like all all five books for twelve bucks. I'm like all right, let's go for it. So yeah, so uh, I'm gonna be reading them too to so find out what it, it looks I, interesting. I and it was something new just by the covers. I mean by book three or four, uh, cowboy gunslinger fighting orcs Lizardmen. or something lizard i'm like yeah I, i'm deal. gonna read this yeah <laughs> <laughs> the, uh,
3: the dungeons and dweebs reading calendar is only done out to what january <laughs> yeah yeah we've oh, got to talk about what yeah, we're gonna we do next down, so <laughs> definitely
1: and then on the movie and tv front won't talk as much just because mm. you've already mentioned a lot of the things on the game front i went through the new god of war which was a lot of fun boy Boy, is about the best description you can say for anything that you need to do. Yes. And recently I restarted the Infamous series. Oh, oh my love God. God. I love yes. the Infamous series. Specifically, in this opening to the people who actually game every now and then, I'm personally covering Bob's face right now because he does not.
2: I, I am not a gamer as in console okay. gaming. Correct. It's, it's, yeah. Yeah. In the series, you know... Gamer. I'm going to actually bring up a board game when I get to that. You can either play as the good
1: or the bad side. And I've noticed... When I start, the very first time I play through, I always do the good side. Mm. I never do anything bad because I feel like, oh, if it was me in that situation, I wouldn't do this.
3: Yeah, true. I wouldn't I do, act-
1: I do the exact same thing. Club, the look on your face tells me otherwise.
3: No, actually, I was just thinking,
0: um,
1: <laughs> when I, last like, what was it, last
0: year that, or whatever, when we were talking about yep. this, Infamous 1, I played good, and then Infamous 2, if you have Infamous 1 on your system, actually mm. ties yes. in and pulls yep. across. Yes. So cool. I played Infamous 2, evil. <laughs> so I flipped, and there were a lot of weird things that happened because of that. But I think, no, I understand. But I understand yeah. exactly what you're saying. You want to be the good guy.
3: I can't remember what I infamous two. I did something weird. I, I flipped because like it, depending on the choice you make at one point, you either get ice powers or those teleport yeah. powers. Mm-hmm. I think I did ice powers. That's a good one. I don't remember. But that was it. Made your character really good if you took that. Yeah. 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 Well, I've been going through Second Sun, but second I don't son. remember. Yeah. Oh, Second Sun. Yeah, I played That's that. I think I played that your House like once. Yeah, that was I, I need to I need to get into that one. Yeah. It was a good time, but yeah. yeah. So different, different. different. Okay, types. so
1: replaying yeah. Infamous, what else have you been doing? Well I could go on and on. <laughs> because like you, you I done. also started Westworld. Yes. I think I'm one episode behind fully mm-hmm. towards where it's at. Cool. I have some problems with some storylines, but you know, it is what it is. Mm-hmm feel bad when James Mersden died every time during the first season. Oh. It's not a spoiler, he oh, died yeah, every episode It yeah. was basically yeah. shot every time. Mm. <laughs> it's a rough life for that man, and they even make fun of it in commercials, so I don't feel they
2: bad. Just, and that. Just yes, such, do. <laughs> again,
1: just such beautifully shot. Oh yeah. I
0: mean, Absolutely beautifully shot. Um, the writing and a lot of the flip-betweens flip back and forth, you, you really, there are times where you have no idea where you If you're in the real world, or
1: if you're in the play world, or whatever, yeah, which brings up some great arguments between androids having their own personalities and stuff like that, Mm. which you guys kind of talked about in Android's Dream of Electric Sheep. Kind of ironic that you started watching around that time after you finished reading. Well, something you want to tell us? (laughs) 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 Trying to feel the wind.
0: I'm just trying to feel empathy, man. Oh. Yeah. I knew it. Yeah, it's hey. Su- hey, it's summer. I don't got to feel empathy till September. <laughs> <laughs> so,
2: Bob, you mentioned some board games. Yeah. What have you been up to? Well, I do have two daughters. Uh, and so we picked up a board game uh, that's kind of old, older. Mm-hmm. So some people already have heard of this. But Evolution uh, oh, yeah. is a board game that we picked so, yeah. up. It's, it's actually a lot of fun. Uh, it, my older daughter, she's 10. So it works out for her, not the younger. Um, But we've been having kind of a lot of fun with it. She kind of every night wants to play it. So if you guys are looking for a a kind of a cool board game, it's kind of got kind of a magic The Gathering feel to it where you got cards of creature traits that you're stacking onto your creatures and you're evolving them and getting new species and and stuff. It's kind of a lot of fun. Um, The second thing, though, we are coming up on Dragonlance. We're coming up on... The the
3: Summer of Lance 2. The Summer of Lance 2 Electric electric
2: Boogaloo. And so I decided to start, uh, you know how when you walk into, like, say a Walmart, and there's all those DVDs Mm -hmm. that have dragons on them, but you've never heard of them. Right? Like, they've never been in theaters. You don't know where they were on TV. Right? And and new, straight to DVD. feature. Yeah, a lot of straight to DVD things. Well, I hit upon this. Hop on
0: board for Davey's Dinosaur and dragon adventure. <laughs>
2: right, right. So if there's anybody, I, I feel like if you're a fan of, of Dragonlance and Forgotten Realms, that you're okay, like, you know, you're hungry for fighting fantasy. And, there, you know, if, if Lord of the Rings and Hobbit and all those are not enough that are coming out, you're looking for something extra. Um, there was this interesting series called Mythica uh, that oh. came out. It's it was a five movie series that was filmed and kind of weird. It they are calling it from their own website the most ambitious indie fantasy project ever undertaken. Okay. Yeah.
3: Take a cold shower.
2: So basically, what I feel it is is Kevin Sorbo, uh, <laughs> who's in this. Sor- <laughs> so if you're a fan of old Hercules, <laughs> he uh, Hercules he comes in and makes his. Okay, I don't know anybody out there. Have any of you guys watched Stargate? Are you Stargate fans? Yes. Fan? Yeah. Just a little bit. So you know I... how Stargate was really good, and then it just kind of crapped on itself about se- season seven uh, or eight? Wh- or... Once uh, Richard Dean Anderson left. When Richard Dean <laughs> Anderson decided he'd rather just drink beer in Minnesota than show up. Yes. But there was those couple seasons where he just kind of show up at the beginning of the end, barely act. Like, oh, you could yes. tell he just showed up, phoned it in, and then yes. left. All
0: right, we're going to send you on this mission. I'll see you when you get back. Yeah.
2: Yeah. That's kind of how Mythica is. It's decent. It's the the I actually really like the characters in this. It feels like if a group of D&D people got a lot of money behind them mm-hmm. and decided note, I
1: do want to throw something in here. What? One of the characters is played by Matthew Mercer from Critical Role who DMs it.
2: Oh, in yeah. the, in the uh, Mythica series. Oh, anyway. I don't know so what was one on that my list is. to
1: watch, but I haven't gotten around to it.
2: Uh, I and, and so I started it out sounding like it was a, a bad thing. I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Don't go into it thinking you're going to see something spectacular. I mean, it, it is kind of made-for-TV feeling. Mm-hmm. You know, Kevin Sorbo, does, he's like kind of a magician that shows up in the beginning. and He's training. Oh, yeah, he's actually really good. In that. He's the necromancer. Of course. Uh, of course so Matthew Mercer is the necromancer. Um, he doesn't have much of a storyline. Uh, but the girls in it are really cool. I would highly kind of recommend it. There They're, you know... Mm-hmm. Uh, scantily clad? No. Oh okay. No, it's not. It is they call it that it's for uh for the family. I would say okay. yes. If you're if you're there it's not even it's tamer than Lord of the Rings, I mean oh, wow. violence wise. Although they probably don't have the budget for the violence. <laughs> uh but yeah, even <laughs> well, and that kind ha- of expensive. That, that kinda has been Kevin Sorbo's
0: thing since Hercules is he's done a lot of like the uh, family movies and the Christian movies and the so I could definitely see oh, yeah, him, yeah. if that him being involved well everybody's gotta be able to watch it.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's okay. kind of an everybody can okay. watch it. I mean it's not that tame but it, it's tame enough. I mean mm-hmm. they throw out there's a little swearing, there's a little stabbing people in the eyes, but nothing nothing major. Um, but you know it's decent. I watched all five and I thought it was it was fun. If you go in with the right attitude, mm-hmm. you know, it, it it was fun. Okay. So cool. Yeah. Well, I tell you what, we have a bunch of different
0: Londons to get to. Yes. So we need to uh, traipse across our color wheel, but I'm going to need another drink before yeah, that. I'll get the. Bob, I am going. I think I'm you should
2: nine. buy again. I'm
0: going. I'll get the knife.
4: We got purse. Ooh,
0: It's a DeLorean, isn't it? Scales <laughs> always in my favor. <laughs> I might
3: have driven a DeLorean
0: here. Aye, pull up a chair, friend. Come!
3: So here we are, fresh, ready to go, knife in hand. <laughs> um, so Bob, did you get us a synopsis or did you pawn it off in the fourth chair again? I have
2: pawned it once again to the fourth chair. I'm so sorry, Neil. So, Neil, what do you got for us? What what is the plot of a darker shade? am <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Me, 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 me. Me, 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 <laughs> me. In the eighteen hundreds, Kel is an Antari. As an Antari, he is able to travel between three different realms, grey, red, and white London. From here on out, they shall be referred to by their colors, as otherwise it gets monotonous to say grey London, red London, white London, every other London in the world. Red leather, yellow leather. Exactly. (laughs) He starts his tale in grey as an ambassador for the King of Red. After a drink at the stone's throw, Kel leaves to Red. As he returns, he uses his magnificent coat to turn himself into something a little less conspicuous. But it's really hard to hide when you have one black eye. Turns out that Kel is also an adopted member of the royal family, and he meets with his brother, Rye. We leave the family behind because we like to jump around to Leela. A young gray pickpocket enters the story as she hides out on a ship to avoid speculation from the police. Her arrangement takes a dark turn as the ship's captain tries to rape her. She kills him and seeks out a new place to hide. Stone Stone. Jumping back to Red... The king gives a letter for Kel to deliver to White, and we go to our third London. Holland, the other Antarian existence, brings Kel to the twin rulers of White, Astrid and Athos Dane. Anyone expecting them to be like the Lannisters will be mistaken, as they're more like a Ramsay and Joffrey combination, as they now control (laughs) White by might. They get Kel drunk, and not in a good way, and he leaves to a tavern in White, and takes a mysterious delivery from a commoner to smuggle into Red. The delivery location is a setup. He escapes using the package he was supposed to deliver. The package was an artifact from the previously destroyed Black London. (gasps) I know. (laughs) Kel jumps from red to gray to escape his pursuers and runs straight into Leela, who's also on the run from some thieves. She, being the pickpocket she is, steals the stone from Kel as he walks wounded in the alley. Leela goes back to Stone's Throw and looks at what she's stolen, and Kel uses his magic to attempt to take it back. Being the devious thief she is, she knocks him out with a book and ties him up with his clothes still on. Kel is interrogated by Leela when he wakes up about the black stone, and she uses the magic that almost kills her when she creates a black sword and duplicate Kel. Kel uses this to his advantage and imprisons Leela in the wall before escaping with the stone and dispelling his duplicate. In time, Leela also escapes and wants to find Kel. Before looking for him, she goes to take a drink, but is captured by Holland. Holland tortures her until... Kel returns to save her. Kel and Holland duel, but despite both being Atari, Holland stands triumphant, and like a Bond villain, begins to monologue, allowing for Leela to save Kel and use the Black Stone. <laughs> <laughs> they escape, and leave to begin their epic quest to destroy the Black Stone artifact. And now, to dissect this tale. Hmm,
2: yes, and dissect oh. we shall. Let's all take out our knives and let some blood upon the pages of this tome. Shh so yeah you can't even pass in front of the cover unless like to open the cover you actually have to spill blood upon it i didn't do that actually it really it really messed up i think you
3: guys got a really weird copy (laughs) i
0: I will say though that luke i do need some tech help because um the bloodletting on my ipad has really done some stuff to it
2: hold on i gotta reverse my hypercolor shirt
3: Technicolor, (laughs) Um, yeah. Yeah, So um, a darker shade of magic. Um, Let's just get into. Well, first of all, we we gotta like let's just hit on the odd structure of this book. Um, There appears to be parts and sections of parts. Yeah, yeah.
2: (laughs) So yes, it it has. I believe these are books, right? Like book one, the traveler. Although it doesn't say book or section or. It says one. It says one, the
3: traveler. So whatever. It is book one. Not 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 really uh, not not negging in any way. No, just no, no, no. an observation. Yeah, it's just, uh, so yes. part, out of curiosity, who thought it was part? That was me. I, I did too. I like that's I, I started uh, so
2: you and Luke, uh Neil and Luke are on the p- side of it being parts. I I thought it was as, as books. Oh it was I, um, I
3: got to I will stay I will stay neutral. <laughs> I didn't care. True nooch. True <laughs> true nooch. You fence straddler. Actually I got to uh part four and that's when I started Writing part. Okay. Yeah. For, for well, some reason. For,
2: let's go with part. We'll go with parts and chapters. Part one, chapter one. Okay. So part part one the cha-
3: part one the traveler chapter one. All right. So we're introduced to our main character, who is Kel. Kel, a traveler from Red London, and we get to spend some time talking of a coat. Um, yes. Initially, my thought, um, digging the idea of an interdimensional coat. Yeah, I think we're spending a little bit too much time on it. <laughs> so I'm like, Ugh, okay, you know, okay, I am gonna I'm
2: gonna actually say I really like this beginning. It, it it starts us off I I think with a lot of kind of interesting hmm. kind of world building and mystery. Um, just okay, I take this entire book, A Darker Shade of Magic, as almost a, an entire package. Mm-hmm. You know, I think there's sometimes when marketing and packaging does a favor for what the book is and kind of through the artwork, through the feel of the book, everything else, I'm getting kind of like a, hmm, we're going to be more subdued, you know, it's quiet, it's English, right? And so, yeah, it's quiet. Maybe. And okay, full disclosure from the top of this show, okay, yes. I read this book immediately following... Our Red Rising trilogy, yes, because that I- is where it fell into our reading circuit. Yeah, originally, originally, and through a bunch of m- moving around, we did not read it. And I kind of Luke and I, I think we refused to give up uh, uh, throwing away Darker Shade of Magic mm-hmm. to make space and time, mainly because I was whining that I had already written eight pages of notes on this mm-hmm. on this book, made all of our Facebook crap and everything else yeah. going like. Okay. Too much work has. Been I just. Gone. I just really wanted to
3: read about magic. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. why I wanted to read. Yeah, the book. exactly. So we're like, we need to come back to this book. Mm. So one thing I think we should keep in mind on our Dungeons and Dweeb's journey is our perspective. Yes. As we are reading the book. Correct. Um, I. You read this fresh, hot off of Red Rising.
2: Which, which is a knockdown, drag out, constant, constant action. Yes. And I would say at almost an R. Rated level, I wouldn't even say almost. I would. Say I would R- say an R rated, rated so. level, right? I'll so and, and R- so, this R- is more of a reset. I would say to like uh, a, a more um, mm-hmm. quiet tone. Well, yeah. and I think you
0: get that right from the beginning, looking yes. at the cover art here, looking at yes. the minimalist art the minimalist, that is definitely. that is in there. Right. You do get that feeling of. You know, it's not going to be slam-bam, you know, constant action. Right. There's going to be a lot of minutiae. There's going to be a lot of different stuff going on. There might be too much here. But um, uh, there, right from the beginning, right from even looking at that cover and diving in at the beginning of her, of the world building here, it is. It is, hey, this is the world. This is how things are going. Mm-hmm. Right. This is what Cal does. Right. But I like
2: the mystery here. I like this. Right away sets off this yeah. very kind of English idea of it just kind of feels... Uh, you know, like you're in smoky, mm. foggy, or it's I, foggy old London, and this
3: guy's got this—he's
2: peculiar. Man. Everything is a peculiar. peculiar. Good it. Good word for this. Good like word it. for this.
3: Yeah. Uh, my, my perspective um, coming off three old books, yeah. two out of three, I had a terrible time with. <laughs> um, uh, dude, Android's Dream Electric Sheep. I was not a fan. Uh, time, the Time Traveler. Refreshing and old um, The Time Machine The by Time G. Machine G. Wells, I yeah. know I do that every time <laughs> even in that episode um, and well, then It says, um, tra- it says the, tra- Traveler. the tra- Traveler's tra- Fresh okay. I can't even use that as an excuse yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then um, Ender's Game coming hot off that right now um, Right Coming into this you know and especially you know, it was heavy sci-fi Yeah. Into some fantasy that, honestly, I've been missing. Yeah, into some magic. Magic, too.
2: And what
0: a neat... I I will give credit here, too. This is a neat idea between your red London that's on top of your white London that's on top of your black London. A little... You know, maybe
3: maybe it's it's the English, but uh, English and the dimensions. I'm feeling Doctor Who. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, let's talk about this entire setup. There is four Londons, right? Yes.
2: So there's white, gray, red, and black. Mm -hmm. Not in that order necessarily. Gray, red, white, (laughs) black. Yes, right. Yes, Uh, because white is the is the London that is holding out against what is going on in black. Mm -hmm. Correct. Yeah, and gray is our London. Yes. Right. Gray is kind of the
3: Muggle London. Yes, exactly. Uh, It's a good way to put it. The London that has forgotten magic.
2: Yes. yes. Uh, Red is the uh, the millennial liberal London. Uh, white is the conservative.
3: <laughs> red, red, red. What I have. White written- is the conservative Viking. <laughs> what I have written down is red is the London with that has the richest magic. Yes. Red is magic, London. White is starving, London. Yes. And black, question marks.
2: Yeah. Well, because, because this we magic, this magic runs off of blood.
3: Well, the, the uh, there's Antari a lot of magic.
2: The Antari magic is blood magic, so I feel it's instantly visually apparent, mm. where grey is mm. like maybe this neutral kind of magic. There is no gray, magic, as, really. As
3: if it has died. Yeah.
2: Whereas mm. red London is flowing with mm. this magic. White is, like when you lose blood, you become white and pale. Oh, and It's sickly. It's yeah. anemic. Yeah. It's anemic of, the, uh, of this red magic, life-giving magic. Okay. And then... Black is just what well, black is universal as <laughs> you know. Dark magic, magic. yeah. <laughs> black is universal. Polly Osborne lives in Black London. The power
3: of stasis. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Sorry.
0: <laughs> yes, and we never really find out anything about Black Mad about Black London except it's black and it's horrible and the apocalypse happened and so we shut the door.
3: Right. Yeah. yeah. Doors. Yeah. There is no yeah, traveling doors. between these Londons unless yeah. you are an Antari. Which is a dying breed of people. Yeah, there there's, two there, there's, 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 one in, there's one in white and one in
1: red and none in gray. Yep. Red and
0: and the else.
2: symbiote is coming after them all. Oh, yeah. now
1: you see how Look we, we go off the rails <laughs> just within yes. the first part. <laughs> first
2: part. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. We are covering <laughs> the setup
3: of the world. The setup yeah, of the world. We're, yeah, we're, we're, let, we're branching off a little. Let me ask yes. you this. So
0: the Antari have one <laughs> okay like i'm not even gonna say a little yeah. because this is ridiculous it's a i big, mean it's we've a, gone it's through a big
1: a, everything already and then, that's we, that's what we do okay. that's what and do. Now, so and now we'll so, drill it on uh, yes. <laughs> like, so kel is an
0: antari um one of this the basically <laughs> this race that is able to go in between the worlds using their special type of magic yes um And he's got, I I do like this idea too. He's got the one regular eye and then he's Mm -hmm. got one described as completely black. And so you do get, you do get some really cool visuals of just like the black in between the, you know, in his eye Mm -hmm. socket. Right. And they talk a couple times about people looking into them and, like, losing themselves or seeing weird things. There's some girls that think he's sexy because of it. Right. Mm-hmm. And he always wears his hair down in front of
3: it when he's was, visiting uh, other places. Yeah, and I, and I know we're going to get into the emo thing. Um, <laughs> the, the, this is that, that was what was called the devil lock. And this is the only, like, functioning devil lock. You know, like, he has, he's actually hiding something with it that I've ever heard of. Right, yeah. Yeah, uh, but yeah. Anyways, it's like about eighteen nineteen. Um, Kel has come to visit with King George the Third, right? Who is um, real? I mean, this is yes, real. Yes. King George the Third. Right.
2: Seven Years' War happened under his reign. Mm-hmm. Uh, seen some by some as so a tyrant. No, now no,
3: help me. My my notes do get better. I promise. Um, <laughs> King George the Third is the old one, correct, Neil? Yes. Okay. Because as opposed it, to what? When we meet uh, Prince George, also. I forgot that it was a king and prince. Yes. <laughs> so King George yes. III, he's old yeah. and what, um, we got a very small description of, Kel has a smell to him. Specifically yeah. flowers.
1: Yes. People from Red London smell more like
3: flowers. Yes. And the king right. specifically likes red coins. Well, yeah, red, red London's coins. Because um, mm-hmm. he, he gets to smell them, they trade them. Um, And I, I I you I really like this. It's it's something I, I don't know. It's very subtle. Yeah. The gray London smells of smoke. Yes, because it would. Yeah. It absolutely would. It would smell smoke and right. poo. Oh yeah, and exactly. It <laughs> yes. smells like how London smells uh, well, back I, I, in I eighteen that, nineteen yeah, 18 in 19 eighteen London.
2: nineteen. Yeah,
0: yeah, And so you and you, we get this picture of you know the smell of red London and Kel has that smell upon him and it's it's really the only place where it, that has a life giving smell. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, Again, what I think V.E.
2: Schwab is doing is she's setting up these great, I, I don't know if you'd call them archetypes, but they, they're very um, kind of basic... You know, uh, we, yeah, very. Yeah, you know what connect. what you think would go. Mm. Red is life giving, and the smell is of flowers. You know, gray smells of smoke, and it has no magic. And white, you know, I don't. Are we ever told what smells? Yes, white is like yes. bone and metal and death. Yeah, which again, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. So I I feel that they're very good, uh, kind of basic archetypal kind of. This is what everybody would connect to right away. She's done a mm-hmm. I think a wonderful job setting up these worlds that her characters are now going to play in and mm. right away off, to, off of chapter one i'm intrigued this mm. is this is interesting there's a lot of peculiarness going on mm. right um are we in chapter one i am forgetting we are do, still do we find in
1: part one right
2: now yes. if that's what you're asking chapter one part one, cha- do, part do one we, chapter one y- yeah do we find out that he passes by how yet. he passes not yet. Through? Um, okay in, we uh, can yeah, because we can, that's about where we're at with what we've discussed. From, yes. from the beginning to the end, we will go out of order. And
0: essentially, his job, essentially, Kel's job here is he's a mail carrier because the royal, the royal families of each of the three know that the other two
2: exist. Right. Nobody, yeah. nobody knows. Nobody else
0: does. Um, in gr- in gray.
3: Right. In Which gray. Uh, sends up sets up kind of a conspiracy kind of theory. Like this well, could be and, real. Yeah, and, you know, in a and, way. Where, and where we're at, um. We're aware of those other ones, but right now, um, the kind of feeling that they're giving us here is that gray because there's no magic and there's nothing really to gain here, is kind of just they say hi every once in a while. It's a courtesy, and that's it. Right. A courtesy. Yeah. That's that's right. good. I mean,
1: looking at the letter that King George is mm. all excited about this letter, and it basically says hi, thank you. For oh, that's this. right. And it makes up a story that, to yep. make him see more.
3: Yeah. Right. How are you? I am fine. Basically, yes. <laughs> and that's Hello, Great it. London. All is fine in red. <laughs> King. <laughs> queen. Oh, queen. Queen. Sorry. Great. Queen. Sorry. Queen. Sorry. Um. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, lots of time spent. Uh, chapter one. There. Uh, chapter two. Uh, Kel meets with Prince George now. Um, still in
1: gray, which really confused me when he was getting ready to use his blood magic to travel. I, I thought we were about to go to mm. red, and red. then also we're still in gray.
2: Right, talking oh, to that's, Oh,
3: that's right. I remembered. Yes. Yeah, that, this is a confusing thing. Yeah.
2: I yeah. thought he was yeah. reading entirely. Yeah, I almost have to and go like, back and reread yeah. at some point because uh, until you learn, I, it's not till later you kind of learn the mechanics of everything and how he's moving through. This first chapter kind of throws you in and you're kind of going, what? 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 What's going on? Mm-hmm. What? But is, I think that's very I mean, intentional. intentional. Which yeah. is intentional. You're, no, meant I to, think that's you're,
0: good. you're meant to ask these questions and you're meant right. to, mm-hmm. especially with the time that we're spending in. "Quote unquote, our London, mm-hmm. yep. in gray London, um, to kind of set up, you know, how our how our universe
2: has lost its way. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. I or that... we're becoming almost magic uh, atheistic. I thought is what it was. Well, um, I looked at it as my thought was, well,
1: what if? Hear me out here. Mm-hmm. That the moment that our world got cut off from the magic was right. when medieval times and folklore had started. Right. So we Ooh. still had all those memories. So that's why they were all written yeah, about. And mm-hmm. since then, it's it's just myth. It's
3: a. I like that mm-hmm. idea. Yeah, oh,
2: exactly. I like there. that. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but at any rate, uh, he Kel has a letter for Prince George as well. They speak for a while, um, and this is kind of you get a little bit more of a data dump of things that we've already discussed. Well, yes, right. Some about black and where it was cut off. Yeah, of greed. Right, the big part. The there. blue and the black doorways were
0: shut. Yeah. Right, and um, it, and it should be said here too: the doorways were shut. London is London in all in all the realms. But everything else is different. Yes, a right. yes a but for some more. reason, the language still keeps it as London. Yeah, right. Yes. And,
2: and yeah, it's the pivot point on which all the ro- other worlds revolve around. Yes. Like that's the through line is mm-hmm. the one uh, very unique and kind of awesome idea. Mm-hmm. I really, I really like the setup mm-hmm.
3: for this world. Um, um,
2: but by this point, chapter, we find out how he is moving through these worlds.
3: Yes. Um, um,
2: Blood magic. Blood magic. So what is blood magic? He's an Antari, so he's the one who can use blood magic. Mm-hmm. In fact, the different colors of his eyes are what denote that he can use blood magic. That shows that he's an Antari. Yes. You know. So this is how he creates the portals?
3: Um, yes. Partly. Partially. Um, the blood magic is, is, is covered. Um, and actually, we, maybe we should... Um, Kel makes his way to Westminster Abbey. Yeah, uh, because yeah. he he's was about to trade some trinkets, some magical trinkets, where we kind of do get a little bit more of a lesson on magic in this world. Right.
0: Um, and a, a a Dungeons and Dragons thing here too as well. Where do you always? Where does everything happen? And where is your central focal point in any the Dungeons? The tavern. And, exactly. In any campaign, <laughs> it's the tavern, and we get this little bit of a data dump that the tavern. Even though everything else around it changes within the different realms, the tavern is always is in yeah, each. Yeah, it has different
3: names, but in Gray London, it's the Stones Throw. Yep, oh right, yeah, correct. this is. Um, I'm gonna mispronounce this because I have. I think I written it. I wrote, I think I wrote it three different ways. The the Stones Throw, the Thrones Stow, and the, <laughs> I don't know the stone the Stove's Throne. I, I don't know how else I could have screwed it up, but I know I did. <laughs> stone Throw. Yeah. Yes, yes the Stove's yeah. Throne. No. Um. <laughs> anyway, uh, he goes there to trade for just things, right? right. And He's he trading for a music
1: box. Yeah, and I found he, it funny, like his world. There's so much magic, but he wants oh, something as simple as a music wise. box, right? Exactly. Yeah. and, and, yeah, and, and yeah, an interesting
0: right. idea that the author plays with here too. That talks about they can do so much stuff with magic in red and mm. in white. We don't have magic in gray, but we've come up with some of these little things like the music box where you have to make all the little... We can't magically make music, so they make the music boxes. Without magic, we've come up with these little, intricate little things like watches right. and music boxes and the different... Mechanical things. M- Mechanical
2: things.
1: Well, like so. I take away we from this... They have technology, they have magic. away right. hey.
2: Kel, Kel is intrigued. He's a traveler. He's intrigued with all the different Londons that he's going to, and he wants... Mementos from all of them. Well, that. and he also, he, and he's also running, and he, and he's also a smuggler. Yeah, you're. Yeah, s- he is a smuggler. You're not, not supposed, supposed to do this. To, you <laughs> cannot do what he's doing. Oh, yep.
3: What do they call it? Transference. Yeah. is strictly prohibited. Yeah.
1: With that transference, I found it interesting looking at the two different types of people he trade with. There's enthusiasts and collectors. Yes. I thought there was going to be a lot about enthusiasts and collectors. Yeah. I even wrote it down specifically and then nothing happened. Nothing, nothing. I think maybe the one was it an enthusiast or a collector who he said come back in a month or something. Oh mm. yeah. It was the it was the enthusiast cuz the guy what wanted him to said? actually teach him, try to teach yeah. him some magic. So oh. that guy gets brought back later but otherwise it was well I brought it up. Yeah. I was waiting for it to pay off later but mm-hmm. Right. So
0: we go to the Stones Throw, there's Baron who's gonna come up later. He's you know, your stereotypical your stereotypical borrowed tavern owner. Mm-hmm. The right. big du- the big dude who doesn't talk much but cares about everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good catch, good catch. That's <laughs> yeah. true. Yeah. Um, um, so we, we, we he goes there, he does he does his little magic dance there, and then he ends up going
3: home. He ends up going back to Red London. Part two. And we yeah, find right. out about his background. Mm-hmm. Um, right. yeah, and actually yeah. We, we do um, Real quick, just because I said we were, we were going to talk about it. Um, the, one of the trinkets that he is peddling is this little game of sorts. Oh, right? yeah. Um, divided into each of the elements. Uh, there's fire, water, earth, air, and bone. Blood, bones. Bone, bone. What are the bones? Death. I don't know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And anyway, uh, <laughs> this is something that is just like every, everybody. Everybody in Red London. It's it's a child's game. Yeah, everybody in Red London just has this, so they can learn like which elements they are more prone to use. And because right. Kel is an Antari, he can just use all of them, and he has access to blood magic. And right. this is yeah, and this is a very um, important thing too that most people only have
0: control over one of the elements true or barely have some sort of magic under one of the elements he can c- take care of all of them he also has his blood magic with him so he's pretty powerful where it's established mm-hmm. right away from the get-go here but i like this idea of this little box game because mm-hmm. i think it really harkens back to you know everybody's got a checker set in their house you know uh, everybody who grew up in a certain <laughs> everybody who grew up in a certain generation their parents have sequins
3: and like back in a back closet somewhere Right. you know what in a Vault-Tec vault when you reach a certain age you're going to take the goat and we're going to figure out just what you are going to do to help your vault exactly <laughs> Ex- Exactly. exactly sort of. no you're, you're <laughs> accurate yeah. you're yeah. dead on <laughs>
0: <laughs> so we, serve your overseer okay um, so we go back two. and we learn about the Red Royal family and we yes. find out that actually he's part of the Red Royal family kinda mm-hmm. maybe yes sort of adopted, adopted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, I,
3: and I think uh, part two chapter one uh, we meet Gen and Parish. I don't. I'm just two guards.
1: Yes. Yes. Two yes. guards. I went with Jen. But Jen. Yeah. I said Jen. Actually, as well. you, yes. I, mean, yeah. I just read it in my head and didn't have a conversation <laughs> for that one. Gen. This, this is Gen where in my Parish. notes
2: I said, "What's
3: up with these chapter things?"
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, because bounces <laughs> between. Yeah, yeah. Two red royal. Yeah. yeah there are royal
3: guards for the red prince Rye. Um, they're playing some cards outside. Um,
2: we get, kinda, we get
3: kind of some minutiae there's an Antari named
2: Holland. Holland, yes. Which, I'm sorry, we work with a guy named Holland. <laughs> yeah. And that's all I can think of. at this. Oh, God, I so did it. Yes, yes, yes. Cause it's cause an Antari named Holland, obviously evil. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, also with
1: that, she also did throw in almost the stereotypical, well, what are the two colors you think of for evil? Black and... and I okay. was gonna go with green for Slytherin color type, but his eyes are
3: black and nice. green. Yeah, yeah. You know, green is like life and milky green. <laughs> <laughs> milky, it, yeah. it is sickly green. It, no, it it is. Yeah. It's a milky green. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, yeah, um, so poison. Definitely, definitely were, yeah, like poison. yeah, like a poison. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. So, but and we meet the king and queen of red. In fact, mm-hmm. the well, there <laughs> there is a, just a little thing here. Um, Holland is meeting with the prince of red, uh, Prince Rye. Right, um, and Parrish is eaves, dropping <gasps> eaves on this conversation. As Holland goes to leave, he flips a coin to Parrish. Parrish catches it and immediately forgets everything he just saw right. or heard. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure uh, <laughs> memory magic is like illegal. Like you are yeah. not allowed to modify people's memories. No. no, and I'm going to throw uh, you can't I'm
2: Jedi mind trick people. And I'm going to throw okay. this out. We'll, we'll get into Jedi. <laughs> <so> I'm going
0: <laughs> to throw, throw this out here right now because of how Jen and Parrish come up later. Yeah. Jen and Parrish are Rosencrantz and Guildenstern. Yes, okay. yes, definitely. Yes. <laughs> Hamlet. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, who are they? <laughs> they are they 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 are the two the two dude the two side dudes from Hamlet. that's funny. Yeah. I like
2: that. Good call. Good shout. Good yeah. shout. She's sh- doing sh- a sh- good shout out to her shout. high school English
1: class. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> okay. Just, yeah. Um, so
2: with you're right what you know. When Kelly
1: gets back cuz now part Part two, chapter Mm -hmm. two, we get to Kel. He appears back in London. Mm -hmm. And I really like this little spot because he wants to have a normal life and just visit Mm -hmm. the market. I just want to visit. He uses his coat to change into a different look so he's better hidden. Well, the black eye still kind of gives you away. The one time where apparently the hair moves off and people mm. can
3: see it. Oh, Because he he, he he caught that kid that was falling and his yep. hair fell. And he's like, oh, it's you. And then everybody flips out because yep. I guess he's a celebrity, you find out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> people are kneeling yeah. and like wanting to kiss uh, his He's like, oh, And the, during this, it's the first
1: moment where it was mentioned about how around his neck, he has a thing of traveling coins. Yes. Mm-hmm. And at this point, mm-hmm. I'm like, traveling coins, traveling coins. What does this mean? Mm. More like medallions. More sizing, yeah. Yeah. Right. And just wrapped around. And club. I know earlier we talked about this. A little I bit. have an issue with the coins. <laughs> Go That's for it. That's what we talked about. We
0: are we are in the eighteen hundreds. Is he? And maybe I don't know enough about British money. Is there
2: holes in British money? No, he'd have to drill those. He'd holes. have There's tr- no holes he in British money. It's
0: the 1800s. He's not carrying around a pocket Dremel with him. <laughs> so did he have to go to the blacksmith and be like, yeah.
1: "Here, here's this weird coin. We drill a hole in it
0: for me." I need a so- hole in this,
2: please. Out of all the things
1: <laughs> magic based, so the fact he could probably just go. Boop, you're worried about him having a Dremel? What does that mean? Remember, <laughs> Audio. I mean, I'm just saying. there. I mean, I'm just sitting there. Well, it's audio-wise, <laughs> <laughs> I'm holding up the coin and making something. Yeah, he's going to magic a hole in the coin? Could you heat something hot enough to create a hole in it using fire, one of the elements that they like to use, and he shows great so use so later? So you're telling me that he's going to
3: finger torch a hole? Have, you're, you're, you're the, you're you're the, the you're one l- that phrased you're it You're having weird. the issues with <laughs> this. <right? laughs> That's the point. Uh, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, the Dungeons and Dweeb P- Dweebs promise is that we will talk about something just <laughs> insignificant for lengthy parts of time, and this is that one. This <laughs> you know, the saddle on the time
1: machine. <laughs> <laughs> where's the hammer? Where's, where's, the, the hammer? where's <laughs> that hammer, Gareth? Well, uh, but no, I had no, issue with. Why is the door down? The other,
0: <laughs> the other thing I have, the other issue I have, and people always do this, and you see this in movies. And you see this in movies, you see this in books, you see this in everything else. Mm-hmm. When people take necklaces off people and they just grab it and rip it and off, rip it, yeah. And yeah. it always automatically breaks. Yes. Have you ever it's... actually ripped a necklace off somebody?
2: Yeah. It no. doesn't
0: do that. No, it doesn't. And no. so that's also one of the problems. That it, but, okay, I can get behind the fact that he okay he magic-holed a <laughs> piece. <laughs> that's of that's it, one of his powers.
2: When you're in an Atari, you can just magically whole change. Yeah,
3: yeah. One whole the, money. The seventh element.
2: Hole. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good um, thing it's
0: the 1800s that way you don't get confused and try to put it in the pop machine. I'd
2: rather so, uh, that he actually carries a, like a pocket drill and he's just got to lean into it. He's <laughs> got to run into an alley hey, and just who drill knows through, through the... all of those coats He does it. He doesn't, he doesn't <laughs> I'm even. Saying, maybe there is one. And who's
1: to say that when he was in Gray London, where there's more technology based, he didn't bring the coins to a blacksmith years ago and oh, they're done. Fine. I'm just saying. Yeah. I mean, uh, you are so we, worked up over these coins. Can so we get? Can we get chapter, to our opening scene? Chapter yes. three. Can we yeah. get to our stinger, please?
3: Uh, chapter three. Nope. It turns out Kel is adopted son of the Red Royal family. Uh, Back makes sense. Dump. Makes sense. He doesn't look anything like him. <laughs> he is actually the redheaded stepshot. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it is. And this no. is Oliver. This is Annie.
0: This is you know all of the tropes of the adopt of mm-hmm. the adopted child. Right. Who's going to turn out to be something else. Okay, later. and
2: you know what? Can I just interject right here? This has nothing to do with V.E. Schwab. Uh, she named her characters what she's going to name them. It's just happening to line up all wrong for me. We've got a bad guy who's named after a guy I work with. And while I'm reading this, my wife is in the middle of watching Dancing with the Stars. And so when I see King Maxim, all I can think <laughs> about it is that freaking dancer from Dancing yes. with the Stars. Maxim.
3: <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. thinking
2: of yeah.
1: uh Maximus Meridius like <laughs> from oh, a magazine. Yeah. yeah, no, okay. all I can
2: think about is a dancer, a foppish dancer from Dancing with the Stars. So, uh it's not working <laughs> for me at this point. This is not V Schwab's right. problem. This is this my is problem. Perspective. This, this is a perspective. perspective. It's just hitting me wrong,
3: you know. King yeah, Maximus yeah, not that's working right. for me. I'm right. sorry. Um so, yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey. uh we Rye, meet Rye. Rye, Rye's birthday is coming up. He's going to be 20 years old.
1: In my notes, I have this written down. Red London and its area love Rye. He's dying in this book. <laughs> and then in parentheses, I have 20 years old wants to party. He's gone. And? <laughs> and?
2: Probably wearing a red shirt.
1: Most likely because <laughs> <only> the Royals <laughs> wear red. Yeah,
2: he's wearing a red shirt. Ooh, <laughs> no. Star Trek. He's so that's why I um, know. Um, Calling this right now. Re-chain. Well,
0: Re-chain. well we I, again we grabbed two classic character traits here. We have the you know the party boy philanderer who's a decent guy, but he's the red, party boy red. philanderer. Red. And we have the responsible brother.
2: Yeah, and who also wants to break the chains and the molds, yes. and he wants to unify everything. And yeah. okay,
0: Darrow break the chains. He does. Yeah. He does. <laughs> right.
2: so,
0: um, and so we find out that for whatever reason. Uh, Kel was brought to the palace when he was very young. He doesn't remember his uh, biological parents. He doesn't remember anything about his life
3: before this. memory magic. He has a... A root? Scar. A scar. Scar in the shape of a root. Yes. Yes. And, Uh, yeah, so this is going to come up somewhere else in the book. Um, (laughs) (laughs) He's missing... And, actually, you know what? I I actually... I had the thought, and then uh, Schwab wrote it. Right. Um, Like... Big deal! You're five years old. Like I, I don't remember a lot from when I was that young.
2: Yeah, um, I don't know
3: very little. Do I remember from when I'm five? Yeah, but no. and, and actually, he says that in there, like I was five years old. And yeah, nothing that important could have happened. What? But we've dwelled on it. It's yeah. gonna be a thing. <laughs> yeah,
2: right. Y- yeah, you mentioned yeah. it. Y- Chekhov's gun has been placed on the wall.
3: <laughs> oh, there's about four, <laughs>
2: four. Five. There's a whole rack. <laughs>
3: Chekhov's gun rack. Chekhov's
2: <laughs> gun rack. <laughs>
3: Come on. Here we go. I'm excited.
2: I'm excited. Um, oh, Kel,
3: Kel also has a hidden room in the. Um, we have where's our cheat sheet, Bob? You made that cheat sheet. I didn't bring front. it. I'm sorry. Oh, I can share it with you all. It. No, I'll pull uh, it up here. Yeah, um, pull it up. It's on he our goes, Facebook he goes page. To, Go use it. He goes to the uh, Red London Tower. The Stove's Throne of the. Uh, I'm totally certain <laughs> that's not <laughs> <yes>. Stone's <laughs> Throw. I, Stone's <laughs> Throw. I, it's that's the sto- gray.
2: It's the Stone's stone, Throw. Oh, sorry. Stone's
1: Throw is in gray. We're looking for red.
2: It's like the. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry.
3: Um. Okay, well we're doing that. We find out. We oh no, actually, actually, you know what? It's the uh, the fixed tavern is the setting sun, but his room is within the um, something uh, something fields. Strawberry. Uh, that, Forever. Yeah. Forever. <laughs> no, that that's what it always made me think of. Um, why don't we carry on? Carry on, boys. I'll I, I'll carry get it. Carry right.
1: Uh, well, he's got a bunch of collected items because he's a smuggler, you know. And right, I put on here. You know, he has his room of collected items. This is going to get him in a lot of trouble at some point. Oh, yeah. You know so this is going to be found. Because yeah. Rye knows about the smuggling problem that he has, yes. but he never rats him out to his mom and dad.
2: Yes.
0: Well, and we, all the interactions that we get here with the family, quote-unquote, structure, mm-hmm. yes, you get the, you know, you definitely get the picture from the parents that, okay, maybe they do care about him, but he's he's almost like a servant. Well, yeah, he's—I mean, he—he he well he because is he doesn't
2: do what he's supposed to. They kind of know that he's a, a little bit wayward or does his own thing. It's the, uh, but, the, ru- but the only, Ruby Fields. The Ruby, ruby fields. fields.
3: Something red, strawberry, strawberry fields. Uh, yeah, yeah, right, right. That, that's what. Yeah. Um, and we haven't is.
2: touched on Kel. Got his name because when they found him, there was a dagger that had the letters K L. Oh, hence was that? his name? <laughs> was that? Yeah, hence his name. Kel. That, that's that's where that came
3: yeah. from. Okay, yes. I, I thought it was hinted upon, but yeah, I thought that was for
1: sure. Yep.
2: Mm-hmm. I'm intrigued, even at this point. I'm Actually, intrigued. you know, what? I, I liked
3: I liked the reveal on that he was adopted. Um, yep. Like he he comes in and he's talking to the royal family and he calls the queen your Majesty and she like looks at him and he goes, "Sorry, mother." Right, that, I thought that was so clever. Just, well, just real quick right. in a line,
0: and when in the description of the royal family, like w- when we get the physical description of the royal family before we're told he's adopted, wait, that physical description
2: doesn't match up at all with right. the other kid. Right, right. all yeah. the three of them
0: look the same, and then there's
2: him. Right, You know, you know what? But at this point in my notes, what I have written is, I'm super interested in this world. It's got a lot of interesting mm-hmm. layers. I do. I like where with we're going at the this one. Point, or a lot of the one thing that I'm missing is said right now. I'm devoid right now of a hook. I'm not. I'm not being hooked yet into this world as to why I'm like. We have spent a lot of time with characters. We've developed mm-hmm. them, but I'm not yet hooked in any kind of storyline. Like you, it's meandering right now, and I don't. I'm, I'm not necessarily. I'm if. And far be it for me to rewrite anything, but maybe if we could have started out everything with a stinger chapter
3: or or something in the beginning where that black you mean you want you want a chapter, a title, and then some sort of subtitle that gives away the entire chapter? I want yes. part part zero, chapter zero. Uh, I want uh, book two of volume three, where chapter
2: five, s- where that black ooze is coming out of London <laughs> yes. and kills somebody. Yes. In oh. the
0: time before we shut the doors and everything happened. Yeah. Yes. Yeah,
2: something that creates a threat or something in the beginning, because right now some... we're just in world building, and right now uh, there hasn't been a hook that's mm-hmm. drawn me in yet. Uh, but I, I find all of it interesting. I love what's going on with World
0: Building. I I'm wish, just not hooked yet. I wish we would have. And I'm I'm right there with you because Bob, I had the hardest time getting into this. Yeah. I was I was okayish around the middle. We'll right. Talk about the end in the next podcast. But um, I was okayish around the middle. But I did this these first couple parts, these first couple yep. sections. I had the hardest time actually caring. Yeah. Actually I wanting wanting opposite, to get into it. Opposite
3: over here. Yeah, I know. I know. I. Know. I and I don't. I. Maybe perspective. It is perspective. I, you know, I what I said about the, the last book we read, I, I found it arcless. I found it just stuff and now there's like a foundation has been laid right. and there's things and I just I just want to live in this world. That's because right. you had the, That's because you at one point in your life had the hair in front of your eyes, and therefore you could identify with the back character. When, back when I had bangs. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, can we? Can okay. I
2: think this might be a place where it's appropriate to call it out. Where there, there's parts of, beyond mm-hmm. the Holland and Maxim thing. Yeah. There are things that from the real world you can't help but take with you into a book. Okay. You know, it's very yeah. hard to extricate well, I don't know, it's, it's 18, 18
3: 19. I don't know that I really have too much to take into it. No, but what I'm,
2: <laughs> what I, what I'm saying is, is uh, knowing, and see, this is where real world can sometimes screw you up, mm-hmm. is that you're going, okay, I know it's a young adult number. Oh, the kid's got bangs over his eyes. Oh, he slits his wrist to get through walls.
3: Well, like it's blood magic, Bob. It you, is, you
2: don't. It is emo. <laughs> I no, had, no, no, and no that, it no. is. It it's is so. Blood and, that, magic. and there the 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 thirty eight year old in me was just going oh yeah. And I had, I had I yeah. had the heart. Uh, you're getting old. I am. I'm getting old. And this was just like oh, this is so t- oh. And I, Bob, yeah. I, I agree with you because yeah. I, One of the
0: reasons, one of the issues I was having is I was having such a hard time identifying Kel as. A three dimensional character, and not the two dimensional emo kid from South Park. Yes, yes. It's because oh.
2: you instantly, tra- you instantly in my mind, I'm swapping him out with the kid I saw in Hot Topic when I'm trying to buy my Dropkick Murphys shirt, and I'm going, oh, dang it, like ah, oh. he's not, he's not. This is this is a book that's great for people. The, I don't know that Kel is my hero. He can't be. I guess you know, because then when the, see that that informs when the love story happens, when everything happens. I'm not behind the character. Ne- Neil, you're you you know know you're saying? within my
3: decade. What, what were you feeling? What yeah, were you, it, what were you? Were you feeling, you feeling emo? Was that pulling you down? Um, Is-
1: I looked at the cover and thought anime.
3: Actually, you know what? Oh. You know what? Okay. Hon- cover cover artists, honestly, honestly. It looks like yeah.
1: an anime-type character, specifically from Full Metal
2: Alchemist, but... Oh, yeah, the red coat. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> good call.
0: I, actually, I will be the old guy and still
1: agree with you on that.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <Can't>. <laughs> Full Metal Alchemist is good. I, I'm, I'm just a, saying. But, that was
3: my view I, of it. You know and what?
1: With, yeah. no, you're, you're fine. You're fine. Oh, yeah. uh, I was going to even move on after this. So oh, you, no, uh, no, no. Yourself, no, no, no I'm, I'm going to I'm drill into yeah.
3: him about blood magic. Oh, drill drill okay. me about oh. blood magic. You have to cut yourself to use blood magic. That's blood magic. <laughs> I know, but it's specifically where it is.
2: Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, you could do anything. Would you, you rather
3: could, he hiked up his pants and cut his thigh? You could
2: stigmata in the hand. You could do it. Like, to me, if I had to give blood for magic, it would be my palm. That is where I would do. I symbolically, even for magic, you know the the lines, the lines yeah. on your palm, which you know in palmistry means yeah. stuff and everything. It's tied into magic. Th- nobody in their right mind ever cuts their wrists.
3: No, I, for I, I anything. I don't know that. I don't know that it was ever specifically wrists. It was definitely forearm. It's specifically it's forearm, not, but it never, it never says, says wrists.
2: But, but again, the time period this book is coming out with, and just our backgrounds, cutting across the forearm is just. To me, and again, I get it. Uh, and and I apologize for my stance on this, but and at the same time I don't.
4: <laughs> okay, um, okay, grab, cut, cut, grab Cutting up, uh, cutting, we're cutting we're on our arms just seems three. like
2: cutters. So, it's
1: just it's a okay, with it's, so what has been said here yes, after all this. Yes, yes, it seems interesting, Rage interesting Rage for moments. Rage Rage in it. In, it was interesting. He has all these things. I was getting interested. It's like, yes, let's talk about all these things that they're doing here in red. Part three Great Thief. We meet a new character. Which yeah, I would completely pl- shift away. That's okay.
2: We need day. to build more characters. Cause I was okay. I was okay li- leaving this guy.
1: Neil, mm-hmm. I
0: want to call you out on this. What's her name? Lila. Lila. What's her full name? I don't know. It's not Delilah.
1: <laughs> Delilah. It's, her Del- full, full name is Delilah. Yeah. So Delilah. Delilah. Del- Delilah. Del- Del- who still says Delilah? I'm to call her Lila because Lila Cheney from X Men: Age of Apocalypse. Ooh. No, I said Lila. You said Lila. Yeah, I'm okay with Lila. I, no <laughs> I, I, reject your reality and I substitute my own. Yeah, it is <laughs> no until Lyla. I see it written somewhere. And at this point, do we know what her full name is? No, no we don't. You're true. We're so true. you're you're true. <laughs> oh my god. Um, <laughs> for the and that VX is for the not allowable.
0: Audience. I will say though that I did, I had an issue, I had an issue with Lila right off the bat because her name is Lila Bard. And I have played way too many Dungeons and Dragons games with Neil at this point, where Neil has become the goddamn bard. <laughs> 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 I'm like, oh God, if she if she's musical, I'm just, I'm done. I'm closing the book right she, now. Which she's not. I <laughs> I know, right, which yeah. is, thank God. But I know, I'm just like, okay, you're naming this character bard. If she if she is like, you know, constantly singing or whatever she's doing, yeah. I, I'm, I'm closing the book. I don't care about the podcast. I'm
2: not. <laughs> <laughs> she's a pickpocket running around London and she's a smoker.
3: Like she's a, a joker. She's, yeah, she's a midnight toker. joker. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. No, she, she dresses like a dude. Steals from the rich. Also, yeah. she lives on a boat. That's not important. She burns it down. Um, <laughs> oh, like Highlander. a, <laughs> where, oh, a yeah, it is you're, very you're important right, that she lives right, on a boat because right. her dream
1: is to be a pirate. I feel yes. Right. Yes. It is very important that she's on
3: this boat. At, yeah, but it just contained within the chapter, it's kind of like, well, why did you? But yeah, you're right. The pirate. And thing. Maybe, you, maybe maybe you can answer
0: this for me. How old are so? We've established Kel is 21, right? Because he's a year older than Rye. Uh, sure. sure. I, believe that, I believe that's what's stated. Lila that is, sounds right. how old is she? Because I started out at 14
2: 19. and then stuff happens. Oh, in- I have it right here in my notes. She's 19. 19. Okay. Because <laughs> yeah. I started off with, <laughs>
0: oh, have some oh, wait, I have something applicable in my notes.
2: Because I, I, I started off having
0: her be much younger, Yeah. especially being able to pass for a small man. Right, yes. Having so, her being, like, 14, and then it got to stuff towards the end of the book, and I'm like,
2: whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. Okay, it was established here that she yeah. was 19. Yeah. Yes. I like
0: her characterization, though. I like, I like it. Give me, give me a tough broad any day. Yeah, she's oh, tough.
2: Yeah. She's got her boat. She calls the Sea King. She's got a pistol,
3: a flintlock. She calls Caster. Mm. Caster, and the, some of the sharpest daggers you ever did use. <laughs> but it's London. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, yeah, she, she gets home to the Sea King, um... It's described in great detail, like just the way like things moan and protest. I really am enjoying that. It's an old boat that doesn't yeah. sail anymore. True, yeah. and, and, and you and you true. instantly and the get... the and the only thing older is like the docks holding it there. <laughs> you <laughs> you know instantly
2: get how tough she is because she rents this cabin from this drunk named Powell, who then tries to rape her, and she kills him and burns the ship. Now, yeah. to be clear, which I like, it's not just random rape. True, it's it, because it, it, she can't pay her rent. It's
1: rent. You're which gonna pay I'm me some rent I'm just somehow. gonna throw that out there. It's not also it's rent rape. Rape.
0: <laughs> which, was, I mean Again, class, <laughs> which, gla- classic British trope, you have the you have the the child or the or the younger person who's being taken advantage of by the mean old drunk man.
1: Yes. Yeah, like in Yes. <laughs>
2: Let's not go there. Yet. Wow! <laughs> I'm just saying, if
1: you look at the beginning part, there's a certain spot that's very, very similar to this. Yes. But yeah. what I Random what I, I was was all over Twist, but okay. <laughs> uh, so there's a little more refreshing in my mind. But fresh. now you know she talks about how she's a very good pickpocket, mm-hmm. yet she immediately can't pay her rent. So yeah. how good is she really?
2: Well, I'm I'm just hmm. taking it. It's 18, 19. People aren't carrying lar- large sums of cash. She's a pickpocket and not a thief.
3: Like as yeah, far as breaking into yeah, houses I, I and think, taking large I think I think Neil's on to something because it's a little later on. She, it does talk about how like she's like, no, I'm gonna save all my, save all my money because I'm not gonna, or maybe it's because she has screwed up. That maybe that's why at that point yeah. in the book she's like, I'm saving all my money now. I'm not gonna. A drink, but then she buys a drink. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We've it's, all had those it's nights. It's just a weird there. Of, <laughs> I'm I very good for a drink. I'm gonna I don't have drink. enough
1: money to pay. And <laughs> if she's had this partnership at the time beforehand mm-hmm. with him of "I'll pay you," da da, da, da mm-hmm. and now all of a sudden, yeah, I actually don't have it today.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I feel like she'd be more prepared for the day that rent is due. Mm-hmm. Why would she have gone back there then?
3: Mm-hmm. Maybe rent wasn't due when he was drunk. I don't. I, I don't, don't remember. Know. I don't problems. know. Anyway, he, but it's he, just, Either way, like like he tries. He Bob tries to says, take it out of her butt, and she just kills him.
0: Yeah, like <laughs> yeah, I, I like said, it. Like Bob says, brutal. I'm. Where I'm, I'm done with Lila at the end of that. Where I wasn't with Cal, through the first like quarter of the book that we're mm-hmm. in, whatever. Where I wasn't with Cal, I immediately was there with Lila. I
2: agree. I am totally with you. And maybe this is going to set up as an old man thing. <laughs> i don't know because yeah i'm i'm with i'm with lila she is tough i do not like kel and i don't oh. want to see them together <laughs> oh. at this point i don't like him and his um, i am calm yeah. over i, I am <laughs>
0: curious as to how at this point in the book in my notes here i i am curious as to, into how they're going to relate to each other at this point though
2: yeah the book
0: is about kel we've spent so much time with kel Right. Where is this character going to fit into Kel's whole shooting match Right, here? right, right. And exactly. then as soon as he gets that one certain thing, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's going to happen. We are mm. so Iron Ranger.
2: <laughs> Where is it going to fit in the shooting match here? Shoot, <laughs> well, I thought
1: because one of the items that she has and she specifically saves from the ship is an unmarked map. map. Yes. And I wrote down White London, question mark? Mm-hmm. That, that was my I was, thought. I, w- I was thinking that So well. she's yeah. actually able to go between all these spots as well.
3: Yeah, and the, uh, it was what else was uh, she? Her really sharp daggers. I yeah. thought maybe siblings. Mm. Mm. I that maybe. Um, but at, at any rate, let, we can we can wrap up. Chapter three, back to Baron. The yeah. stone Throw. Stone's Throw. The fact of Baron. Throne Stone. Throne Stones. Stone's Throw. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, she I guess lived there with Baron for a while. Yeah. Um, she
2: has a wanted poster up. Oh yes, but yeah. it's her.
3: But it's her in costume as a dude. Yeah, so, it's so she's safe. It's yeah, okay. one, of, one of the spy versus spy spies. You know, a uh, oh. large brim hat, uh, mask over. Um, I, I just there's one quote: uh, "Just till the smoke clears," because yeah. she burnt the boat down. I like that. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I did like that I as well. Hit. And I, I, I like, <laughs> <laughs> and What's I like Baron. I said
0: it before. I like Baron. Um, again, he is that. He's that archetype mm. of the bar owner. But you know, oh well. A
3: character I will, will always, welcome. always welcome. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, yeah. I don't think very grounding.
1: Yeah, I think it's a trope that can be used and it's okay going forward. Part four, White Throne. Yeah, It's all excited to get to White London. Yeah, and, and we're still in red at our stinger.
2: Yeah, it's true. Yes, mm. but it, this is a, a good chapter. I like this. It's, right? it's mm-hmm. very
0: good character building. I will yes. give it
2: that. It's good character building for uh,
0: Rye and. And Kel. And, Kel. and mm-hmm. to so show
2: their relationship. Exactly. Yeah. We yeah. end up with Kel kind of in the uh, <laughs> my throat. Kel yeah. is kind of in the Yoda um, role. A little bit. Yeah. Rai is uh, mm-hmm. young and hot-blooded and... Lazy. 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 Yeah. Skirt chaser. Eyes always on the future. Never where he I was. was. I don't or know what he's doing. <laughs>
0: I don't know if Rai is necessarily a t- skirt chaser as much of just a chaser at this point. Yeah, yeah. that I mean, was going to be my next thought there the, was... Pant chaser as well, but mm. well, yeah. you yeah. cut me off a
3: little bit. Yeah. okay. trousers, so, and again, trousers. and
0: again, it's 1800s London. No matter which dimension you're in,
2: he's th- a red-blooded trouser tramp. <laughs> is that a thing? I don't know. Tis
0: now. It is Tis now. now. But 1800s London would have been a li- would have been a little bit more fluid, shall we say, as far as a lot of the genders and a lot of the uh, uh, sexual episodes would have gone. Um, Spic- orientations well not even orientations just kind of there, there's a lot of hey let's all get high and do everybody
1: yeah yeah oh. and specifically oh. red I think it makes mm-hmm. it more towards that spot as Bob mentioned earlier it's more of that
2: liberal millennial <laughs> type, <laughs> type reddit, if you will yeah um, isn't anything goes uh, kind of London nothing wrong with that yeah um, it's a little 60s, kind of little 60s too, yeah. London
3: mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, Kel is teaching Rye about or trying to teach him how to control the elements and Rye really has no talent for any of it right whether but I'm, through... but, but, but I'm
0: cute and I'm charming and why do
1: I really
3: need to do anything because of you're going to die in this book to further the plot <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah he he really has no penchant for any element mm. except fire A little. right a little bit. A little bit. Yeah, well yeah, he's he, not good at it. No. But mainly be-
2: because he doesn't apply himself. Yeah. Because he's more into mm. he, he's, Rye, make
3: big fire. Yeah, yeah. He's
2: just <laughs> into fun and he's kind of a play, he's a playboy. Yeah. And he doesn't well, focus. About, he but he's Ooh. not evil in any way. No. I like, mean you, you take him as being he's very open, he's honest, he loves Kel, you know, and you know, wants the best for him. Mm-hmm. You but get at the, the same time he's just out for his own pleasure at the same point. But on the other hand too, the people love him. Oh yeah, he's a lot of fun. Well, yes,
0: but but the people are the people love the royal family. The people
2: of Red London are very, very much with their benevolent royalty. Mm -hmm. Because you know what? Because because he is David Bowie. That
3: that is why. Hello, everybody! Come to my party. Even if the power goes out, I'll pantomime for an hour and a half. Yes. Over
2: in the side corner, we've got a plate of uh, an entire table set up with yes. fruit. It's on a naked woman's yes. body. Over and it- over there, we've got vegetables on a naked man's body. I'm
3: going to pantomime. I'm in a box right now. Tell you what, in the fridge, we've got purple stuff, orange juice, and piss. <laughs> Are you sure you two aren't mixing your podcasts right now? Wow.
2: I mean... Let's take out a mirror and sniff was, some cocaine. I was, I was okay. sorry, You wet David Bowie. I went Oscar Wilde. Okay, Ooh. yes. And I'm sure that's more of the reference for sticking
3: eighteen hundreds. Yes. yes. Yeah. Oscar
2: Wilde. Yes. Yeah, I
3: don't know. I just I learned a new voice from that podcast now. V. E. Like, Schwab is it.
2: far more uh, high-minded than we are. <laughs> Definitely Oscar Wilde.
3: Oh, okay. Uh, Not David uh, yeah, Bowie. Yeah, um...
1: <laughs> Going with the character development when Rai messes up with his lack of focus and Kellast uses blood magic, again, cutting himself. Mm-hmm. Thinking more by the elbow, personally, after looking at some pictures, whatever. But of actual <laughs> bloodletting. Of actual bloodletting. But anyway, there's a moment where <laughs> Rai specifically goes that in the past he'd caused Kel to be hurt badly with his blood magic, oh, that's and he was right. feeling all this guilt. And I'm like, oh, what did he do? What did he do?" We're not gonna find out yet. No. And that's great. I mean, it's pulling me in now again back towards these characters specifically, like you guys. Kel not high on my list. Much prefer Ryrie. No, really, I do okay. like Rye, Yes, he's really fun, especially when. Mm-hmm. Well, what did Holland do? Uh, he was here. Suspicious. Mm. Why aren't you telling your adopted brother what actually happened? Well, and
0: it, and I or, think d- yeah. we get that little drop that you just talked about. That we have that the the younger or the excuse me the adopted brother has been hurt by stuff that R- Rye did mm-hmm. in order to save Rye because Rye has made mistakes or whatever happened and it really builds that bond mm-hmm. between the, between the two of them that
3: is not necessarily there with the rest mm-hmm. of the family trust the English teacher, but then finally and Neil and actually uh, I'm, oh, sorry. I'm sorry uh, that, that was actually uh, the the Queen was very like keyed into that um, mm-hmm. about how tired he looked I think this family is very Guilty, or they must feel guilty well, about what what he has to do for them. And that's the yeah. thing; they use him mm-hmm. a lot
1: for yeah. it, the way it seems because he I has don't, to go between. All I don't get
2: of them. the feeling from them though that they dislike. I don't know if it's so much using. I do feel like they love him and they care. No, him. No, it's no, that, no, that's no. exactly they, what I was. They yeah, feel bad about it. Yeah, yeah. And they feel bad that they have to use him and I put in using yeah,
3: quotes yeah. they because they he's to. the one with
2: the ability. Mm-hmm.
3: Yes, yes. Or they they truly mm-hmm. do. Care for him. I, I do. May, think maybe care I don't. I don't know that I get it from King Maxim. But see, I and see, I got, I
0: got definitely from the parents. I did get that separation. Okay. Like we're trying, like okay. almost like okay, we're we're doing a lot of the things because yes, we have adopted you. Mm-hmm. You are part of our quote unquote family, but right. you're still not
3: Royalty. royal.
2: Yeah. But finally, Maxim dances in here and says. I thought that
3: he dances. I thought he more he like kind of just
2: walks. I thought he like
3: kicked in the door and like, hey, get to work. I'm going still with that he's Maxim from Dancing with the South. Oh. But uh,
2: he dances in here and says that he wants.
3: I don't even know what that guy
2: looks like. Uh, he wants. He wants to go. Uh, wants Kel to travel to White London. Mm. Okay. Um, and we we this is where we I think first learned that London is the buffer uh, between. Them in Black London. Red London and Black London. Yeah,
3: it's somewhere near here.
2: But right here, props to V.E. Schwab. What I like about her is she set up Red London as being the place you'd want to be. It's you know the party place. Mm -hmm. It's high times. It's a lot of fun.
3: Where everybody knows your name.
2: Everybody knows Mm -hmm. your name. But at the same time, you get a feeling they get to live in this decadence because of White London which is, although bled dry, right, and sickly, mm, it, is what, it is what's holding back Black London. Uh, they are what is holding... Uh, Otherwise, Black London would invade Red London. Take them down, you know? And I do, going off of what you said, Bob,
0: there, it's interesting because a lot of times when people talk about multiverses or you go with multiverse yeah. theory, it's a layered on top of each other yeah. idea. And it's interesting the way the author here puts it Yes, they are kind of layered on top of each other, but it's off just slightly, so they're actually kind of next to each other. Yes, it's actually a chain more than it
2: is a layer. Which I really like. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
0: yeah, and And I think that's an interesting theory when you start
2: talking about multiverse. And this is where the author finally sets up the threat: is that you know, Black London would want to bleed out of where it's at into White London. White London has had to go militaristic Mm -hmm. to keep Black London out. Sort
3: of. I I I would disagree with what you initially said that. Red London gets to live this way because of White London. Red London gets to live this way because they have laws that they follow with magic.
4: Mm, I, I don't... Uh, yeah,
3: yeah, White London has, like, perverted and, like, chased the magic, like, in more of a... And it is because of what they did. It We will we will get more into it, um, in, uh, I think, uh, towards the last part we'll do for this podcast here. Right. About where Black London... When they closed out Black London, where Light London... <laughs> Where white London was yeah. and where red London was at the time. Okay. Um, but no, it's. I think it's definitely because uh, red at this point in time has more order. They are more disciplined with their magic. And you look at who your
0: rulers are here. You have the benevolent king and queen who have magic is part of the society. It is They treat magic as a living thing right? And, as a, and as something to yes. be revered. In some. White London is is it's a tool and it's something to be conquered and it's something to be taken and it's something to be used mm-hmm. and because of that because of a lot of that too gray london has just forgotten all about it and i like right. the idea that you had there to neil about the idea of our london gray london you know has has kind of left the magic behind mm-hmm. where all of a sudden it's
2: become myth and never really happened right. Mm-hmm. Well, see, I saw what you saw, but at the same time, I took a different bent on it. The, re- that the reason why White London became so... Or- I don't know that I'd agree with the, the the ordering of magic, necessarily. White London has become militaristic with their magic because they've had to fight the black magic off this entire time. Red London has been able to become this land of artists and savants because it is
3: isolated from any threat. I, I'll bring it up when we get to it. My, my notes about it are down further. Okay. Okay. I, I understand what you're saying. Same. Right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, same Neil. with
1: you, Bob, as we're going to get to it later before this podcast ends. I am completely on your side with this. Okay. Oh, okay. I just want you to know. Yeah. Y- your notes You are have down. my notes. <laughs> somewhere. on somewhere your line, down there. Okay, good. Yes. <laughs> I don't have a board. Next <laughs> right now. But otherwise, you have my notes.
2: <laughs> and we... Our notes combined, combined, we made
3: Captain Planet. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, well, five of our mini note bots <laughs> come together and for, form one Schmoke big. Doesn't go. <laughs>
1: so Damn. going to this, we also uh, yeah. meet Holland specifically a little more, where he's being <laughs> controlled by the twin leaders of White, almost mm-hmm. like the magic of White. Right. And what I had put in here is, well, if he's being controlled, what did they have him do to ride? Because they're controlling him. Does it work across London's? I don't know. Right. But did they do something here? And I wrote down Astrid is very strange. Yeah, One of these twins just,
0: oh, what is wrong with you? Just these incestuous half-white walker. Ooh, <laughs> they are, <not. laughs> you know, they oh, are yeah. creepy. They are yeah, creepy. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: definitely. Ju-
0: yeah, just. Which when
2: did this book come out, and when did all that stuff come uh... out? Oh no, it's the uh, it's not White Walker. It's the uh, 2015. Ah, uh, yeah. It's
0: the uh, it's the brother. Warlocks. It's the it's oh, the it's sorry. the brother and sister, uh, royalty from Hellboy. Oh, and Golden Army. Yeah. The elves. The elves. Yeah, just yeah. the pure white. They look like each other. They have some weird, like they're way too close. From Hellboy, oh, the they're rolling together. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, okay, wow. Yeah, I, I, never, I, never, what a I, never, I never, I never saw that.
2: Oh,
1: uh, <laughs> well, you're missing out. It's on Netflix.
3: Oh, okay. <laughs> um, anyway, uh,
1: but then I wrote Astra's very strange. But then we meet her brother Athos, and I go, he's an even bigger nutter. Yeah, he's just nutter. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah. He's an even bigger nutter. Uh, <laughs> he's just beating up on this poor commoner. Yeah, mm. like, well, that's one with his it. silver whip. What a yeah,
0: weird, yeah. great
2: description of a, right, of a right. bad guy's weapon. Right. And they're very Nordic and Viking feeling to me. That, Even that, that the was, fact yeah. that they're Danes. Uh, yeah,
3: they're, yep. and, and the, um, the white London language had a lot of, like, the umblouts. Yes, and, yep.
0: yes. Oh, and it should be said that English, we've, we're, we're learning here, too, that English is not a universal language. No, correct. Um, is it, gray, gray London English is understood by the other two sides, but it's only spoken by the
3: elite. hmm yes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it, it is kind of the common, the common. Right. Well, I guess no, not, not the there, yeah, common not, for not, those of reference there. did not not no. common. No, it's because not, it is only the elite. It's only the elite. Yeah, yeah. high yeah. common. Yeah, so maybe. it's high common. Something like that. Um, Elder common. <laughs> I, I, I did like uh, Kell lands down here. Uh, we we'd already talked about how uh, White London, you know, it, it it's it's all like decaying. There's no color anywhere because everything... No.
2: She even calls the calls Kel the flower boy. Yeah, uh,
3: I, I really. Uh, She's which, disgusting. She's got
2: her veins all stick out and everything. Mm-hmm. She. It, I is I, I
3: liked uh, you know when he first gets down there and like he's walking through there like usually like in Red line, and he's very reserved with his magic but here he just kind of like projects it a little bit mm-hmm. to kind of be like don't even try. Well, that's the thing. The people there they're so starved for magic they yeah. would go after him. Mm-hmm. And
1: if their whole militaristic power is whoever kills who's on yes. the throne, they're in charge. Taking him. Isn't this where they believed if they ate him, yeah, yes. they would take in his power mm-hmm. as well? Mm-hmm. So he had to do that. No, Otherwise, hate... the weird, creepy little Morlock people would have come out. Morlock people. Right. <laughs> That's how right. I pictured them just waiting to. Uh, oh, yeah, a little, bit. A, little bit, a little bit. Or Gollum, even yeah. if you will. Yeah. And then they bring and meet in meat part, in part four, section four. Again, twins are weird. He's talking mm-hmm. with them, they make him drink Holland's blood. Yeah, which is a group.
0: yeah, yeah. Um, which he gets royally tanked off of wondering. drink. Yeah, yeah. A- a- Astrid.
3: Uh, well, if, uh, Kel goes to give Astrid the letter from King of Aksum, and she uses Force Lightning on Kel. Um, he doesn't fight back. Like it's it's kind of a, almost like an instinct. He's like, okay, well, you want to met? Like, no, I shouldn't because mm. I don't want to cause any conflict here. Because oh, English manners. Yeah, <laughs> right. Um, mm. Holland. Holland joins him in the throne. Is this um. Yeah, yeah, four. Mm-hmm. Well. When, when, when do we get like that? That for sure, Holland is under their control. Is that in that th- is back in two?
2: I want to say uh, because century, you find yeah. out that he he had wanted to be king, correct? And he got beat by both of them. Yeah. yeah. So yes. so we get this idea that Holland is a person who yeah. always wants to be free. In, in free and then in power. Well, he and, wants to take and power. it's not and, it's and he'll th-
0: use any means to. get it. And it's not only that you know oh, he lost to be king, so he's got to be the... No, he's been magic-branded to be their servant. Right, yes. yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: And even when even when he goes to give, uh, or fill the cup with his blood, I, she she wrote it that he, like, when he's going for his knife, he, like, he goes for the, like, pendant that's controlling him first, but then, like, has no choice but to, like, oh, go for right. the knife instead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's right. like he's always, like, trying to, like, his subconscious even is just like, right. get this off me, get this off me, get this right. off me. Um, right. yeah, they're, they're, their land is known
2: as mocked by the way, which, a guess... uh, little side note, is Swedish for power. Oh, so it's definitely coming from the like Nordic. It's definitely the okay, idea. Okay, Danes, cool. and Nordic. Yeah, that's definitely cool. staying. Cool.
3: Staying. cool. Um, yeah. yeah, Kel gets drunk on gold sweet liquid. <laughs> <laughs> he should have stopped at two or something. Uh, yeah, he... Yeah. Um, it kind of just kind of like skips the conversation, which I, I'm okay with. Yeah. Um, he's drunk, he's stumbling around, a lady outside uh, the Scorched Bone. He goes to the Scorched Bone. I like the this name, the that's cool. Yeah, <laughs> Fixed Tavern. It's um, she has a letter for Oliver and a uh, payment for Kel and Oliver this all twist. and <laughs> Olivar twist uh, this all like I mean just read it. I'm like uh, well this sums up sums up here like it's, yeah. it's very obvious well, what really made me think about it is she
1: said Holland helped her do this yeah. I wouldn't picture Holland helping anyone
3: period mm. because yeah. It's, yeah it's even said in like that paragraph yeah, like, they're like he, Kel, Kel doesn't believe it Yeah.
1: <laughs> well then the other thought is well the twins controlling Holland to have him having done this before. Mm, yeah, or so it's that whole. Well, since he's not under his own power, what
3: is
2: he actually? But you know do? what,
3: his hand does yep. slip towards the pendant. Yeah, right. Maybe he does like yeah. slip out and do good things every once. But in a while.
2: this this woman, she says she's right. She pays the pr- she paid the price, and she touches her neck. At this point, oh, at this uh, part, I was just kind of like, and and this is me now, you know. Back then, in my notes, I was like, "So are the Antares vampires, or you know, like mm. the I had this th- or the Danes? Yeah, yeah, the Danes. Yeah, sorry, oh. they jumped into my head. Like, well, are the vampires, what's it's, going on? You know, I mean,
3: like, kind of like I believe vampires. Yeah, right. They seem. But, yeah, exactly. But then the woman disappears, and Maron. Yeah, to she for, she forces the objects into the the letter and the thing in the. And the payment right into Kel's hands, straight up Batman's, and just disappears. Yeah, just a boof. So we're into part five, right? The Black Stone. Black Stone. Chapter
2: one. We're back to old Lila. 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 Barton, uh, Lila. Bart. Lila. Lilo. Lila. Lilo. And Stitch. And yeah. Stitch. <laughs> I was thinking. Um, well, drama. actually, he cuts himself all the time. He could have Stitches, so it, it is Lila needs. and Stitch.
3: Um. Lila's <laughs> robbing during the day, because um, yeah. I guess she just gives no Fs. Hey, um, she's a really good yeah. pickpocket again.
2: <laughs> she's got the heart of Robin Hood, though. She kind yeah, of... <laughs> gives it to the
1: poor little street kid on the corner, starving. Yeah. At
3: which point the little street kid gets beat up for that. <laughs> <movie. laughs> like, uh, yeah, you get you
2: know rubbed up by other boys. Yeah, I kind
3: of yeah. like that, that That luck. Like, had a nice once, and it just goes bad. Yeah. Okay. Um, talks to Baron for a little bit, and then yeah. she's like, you know what? No, 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 it's the principle of the matter. And then goes and Ooh, gets involved. Throws fun. on her thieving mask, and... <laughs> Dashes off
2: and into yeah, chapter two, as well.
3: and uh, and we're on to chapter two. Uh, so Kel's going to deliver the letter right away because yep. he had made a promise to Rye, he would come back empty-handed, and if he delivers it right away, he technically comes back empty-handed. And then we get the Highlander sense, like he's like, whoosh, the camera does a focal
2: shift. <laughs> um, he yeah. senses another immortal. Uh, <laughs> oh no, 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 no he,
3: he could feel it through the Force. <laughs> yes, exactly. I was going with the Highlander, yes. Highlander sense. <laughs> Okay. Um, Yeah, he he shows up to the address. I didn't write the address down. It seemed... uh, Didn't write it either. Unneeded. Uh, There's a cloaked shadow man there. Um, Actually, I do have in my notes magic, and this world is like the force. Yeah. (laughs) He feels him through the force, and... it tra- flows through him, and then it's a trap, and he yeah. runs.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I yeah. roll big surprise that it was a trap.
3: Hey, we're on to chapter three. Hey, chapter three. <laughs> <laughs> this it's is on. breakneck speed. Yeah, no, I mean, like, I would say at the end of chapter two and part five here, um, I'm kind of like, I'm kind of real like, oh wait, we're we're setting something up here. Like, yeah, some, yeah. Some, it's, it's it's, it's, it's getting me excited. You, you can
2: tell that things are uh, pushing converging. towards a point. It's converging.
3: Everything yes, is tra- converging. Yeah. No transferences. Yeah, and well, it's going and very when the
0: shadow man comes out, the shadow man has. The shadow man comes. Yes. <laughs> Only the shadow knows. Right. Um, when the shadow man comes out, the shadow man actually stabs him.
3: Uh, oh yeah. yeah in, in a little yeah. bit, or he tr- yeah, he just he, he tries to right away. Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. And then Kel's like, ah, nope, and he books it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yeah. I was actually this is a part where I went, because
2: uh, I'm like, yes, action. Oh. Oh, you're in. I <laughs> ran away.
3: Suspense. Suspense. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> then we
1: find out in three. Oh, look. Who else has been set up
2: now yeah, in her yeah. own chase? Um, so here, Lila here, grabs here, one of the boys. Yeah, here, right?
3: Here's a real quick, like, I just, I, I wrote this really funny. I'm gonna, Lila, Lila chases down the street rats, is outnumbered, gets groped, and has to run away. <laughs> <That's>, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Oh, look. They're running Loan. both. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey. oh, hey, what you hiding in there? You're a woman. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. Um, yeah, she she chases down one of them, and then there's, there's a chubby one, a short one, and a skinny one. And I guess... I don't know they I, insinuate I, they're gonna hurt and or slash kill her I, had, I just had a hard time picturing like, what, it was a flintlock pistol is that yes for some reason in my brain it was a revolver I'm like okay. just cap them. like yeah, come right, on right. <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, wait wait was, no you
2: guys stand there I gotta pack the powder <laughs> Hey, hold uh, on. Hold on. And so she runs away. If there's one thing I'm gonna nitpick here, it is the fact that all of this is separated by chapters. Because these are incredibly short chapters. And I do feel, like Pierce Brown does, mm-hmm. like we call it, like, he's doing they're doing this to arbitrarily set up a pace.
3: Yes. Oh, you yes. know what I'm saying?
2: Boom, 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 boom. I actually Wait, I,
3: uh, I would prefer this to like the weird gaps. I would go
2: with gaps. I'm a gap guy on this
3: one. I with, don't know that I'd go with chapters. Mind the gap.
2: <laughs> mind
3: the gap.
1: Yeah. With how this is, I would go more on Luke's side of things because it's said enough that it is going breakneck pace because they're running. Mm-hmm. So, boom, to the next, to the next, to the next, to the next. Where's that right. little gap? They're in completely different Londons right now, mm-hmm. so I don't feel bad about it. Oh, speaking. okay, yeah. I like yeah, I guess because it's structure. world shift, yeah. so and,
3: that's and that, okay. And that does yeah. seem to be the theme of this, is whenever it is a new chapter, it's a different person, it's a different thing, a different or a different person, a different place sort of deal.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: So we're back to... uh Cal. Kel, uh, yeah, back to Kel. Right, he runs to a secret room in the Ruby Fields. Yeah, uh, yes, which is protected by magic and nobody should see it. Which I also really like from playing D anD D and also being a wizard and having a secret room. Shh, you guys don't know that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the uh, he hides in there. He's like, okay, fine, I'm safe. <laughs> don't shoot me. Uh He's the, got a tuning fork in a, there. A
2: tuning Boing. fork. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. It's a symbol that is Antari. It means Antari or something like that. He's got some sort of little tuning fork. Oh, he's I, mi- I missed there. that. Anyway, carry hey. on, Luke.
3: Hey. Um, yeah, uh, he, he sits back, um, and he's like, okay, what the heck do I have? And he pulls out this black rock, smooth on one side, jagged on the other, with a rune <laughs> on it. Um, definitely from uh, BL, as I have it written down. Black London. Um, yeah. <laughs> all of a sudden, he hears stuff behind him, and he goes, no, no, nobody can, nobody's supposed to be able to find this room." Yep. there's a rune on the cloth. It's a tracing rune, and he, so he gets a little bit of head start. The hooded figure busts down the door. Yeah, Kel jumps out the window. Yes,
1: Boom. before that though. Yes, he, in his quick thought, he. Oh no! Is it after he jumps out after, that he uses yeah. it? After
2: yeah. Yeah. Well, I have my order written. Really <laughs> yeah, to, to create the <laughs> um, wall of but dirt. I, but I think
3: does he? Yeah, does he realize um, what the rune is right away? The No. No. He knows the stones from Black London. I think that's That's it. about it. Yeah, he doesn't have time. He's like, oh, yeah, because that, that would be the pacing all weird. Yeah. What yeah. am I thinking? So um, he jumps out. Jumps out. Gets hurt gets, from it. Yeah, because it's a hurt big badly. fall. Yeah, um, yeah he jumps
0: out a second story window.
2: Yeah, yeah the window, and then the men the follow him into the alley. They have enchanted
3: swords. Um, yeah, and actually, then they also have uh, the black X of a cutthroat. Yeah. Sort of a sword for hire. And they have magical swords.
0: Yes, Well, they have
3: swords that deter magic. Royal, Yeah, anti-magic swords. Yeah, they're anti-magic swords. Uh, That Kel actually had to help make. (laughs) Yeah, right. So he's dodging these. He's not doing a very good job. And this is the... I'm in, man. Magic fights like this. Yeah, he creates a wall of dirt. Wall of dirt, yes. Wall of stone real quick to seal off an alley, keep the other one out to try and keep this fight Uh fair. And specifically using the stone,
1: not his own magic. He's actually using the black stone to do I, this.
3: I think the the stone wall was him. I thought it was here. He used the stone to do it. The stone it was, was when he yells stop. Oop. Yeah. I when he yells yeah yeah yeah, yeah. the wall because it, it's just like he's just like I have nothing like he yells oh, stop yeah. and it's kind of yeah. like I don't know why I even said that and it worked. Well, <laughs> yeah. no, and he yells stop and all of a sudden we get that like you know the ni- the late
0: '90s video uh, matrix world was <laughs> uh, it. Uh, Slice a life cam,
2: slice
3: of life. Okay. Where, where everything stops, li- where everything slows around. down, and then pans
2: around.
3: Yeah, stop. Yeah. You know, stops time, then runs away. Uh, yeah, smoke comes out of him. <laughs> yeah, encircles the one guy, uh, f- and he stops, just like Kel asked. Um, and he kind of like he's feeling some weird um, sort of ring of power, a la Lord of the Rings, vibrations right. from the stone. Um, which, so he kind of, like, in, infers, like, oh, well, this this happened because of the stone. The other guard breaks through. Kel, real, all, like, all of a sudden, the other, the other, uh, black hooded guy, like, just wasn't that big of a deal, and he just stabs him right away, and it's no big deal. Yeah, he freezes the one guy into a pillar. Yes, uh, of not quite ice, not quite stone, not quite anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that.
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah, I think, that, I do think this is, he ends up getting sliced across
2: the chest, and he's bleeding, but mm. I think this is a cool fight. Uh, We've needed action. Uh, yes. There's one thing that I desperately needed by this point. It was action. Thank God I got a, a little bit
3: here. Mm. A oh, bit and bit it, was, it, was pro- go- it was good. It was good. I, I, I really loved that. Mm. I really did. It was a good place. Mm.
0: The action for me felt a little forced. No, and, and but when I say force, it's just it kind of goes. It kind of mm-hmm. is what you said is okay. There's the two guys here. We blocked off the one guy. We froze the other guy, and then all of a sudden, like one guy disappears
2: randomly for a little bit, and yeah. then comes back and stabs yeah. him. Mm-hmm. The I thought the the uh, a lot of time when, when we are a really good author, uh, again just referencing the show, when Pierce Brown writes writes action, a lot of times you constantly in your mind know where everybody's at mm-hmm. and yeah, what exactly. is going on. At this part, things are dropping out, and you're kind of like, "So what happened?" To I, that I guy? did not it's, feel that. I I did, right. and I, so, I I'm did God, as well. so I'm like, "Okay, so that we're not keeping real time pace with where everybody's at and what's going on here." I, but I, it was I, good. I needed the action, and thank God. I it I,
3: I would disagree. I mean, like I felt like the one, like I mean, at one, like you never really know how many people are chasing him, right? Um, the one guy follows him out the window, and he sees another one coming down the alley, so he seals him off real quick, so that right. guy is there. Yeah. I thought it was
1: that guy, he just took that long to get around to find him Maybe find
3: that's what it is. because he was fighting one, and then another one came, yeah. was like, oh crap, he throws a wall up real quick. Okay. Stops the other one, who had already, like, slashed him with the anti-magic sword. Yeah. I um,
2: needed you to interpret it.
3: Okay, yeah, and then, and then, <laughs> it, it was like, like, very, very, like, movie Hollywood. Yeah, Hollywood. He Hollywood. Cut. Hollywood timed, Hollywood stopped timed. one; the other one gets through. Oh my God! Zang, so he just like stabs, stabs him quick, runs away. Yeah, and um, a
0: great little drop here too about the fact that when he uses the, or when the stone helps him use the magic, or he uses the stone's magic, oh, or however yeah. you want to interpret that. There's a great little drop description about both his eyes are now go jet black when he does it. Like his here?
3: like his other eye, qu- his his other eye went down when he does. Yeah, it for he just he, that he, split second. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. And then yeah. for sure, like it's. Because magic isn't supposed to be free. Mm-hmm. We do get right. a little bit of that somewhere here. So no, yeah, no, yeah that's, that's definitely here. So
0: he's stabbed, throws a coin into the wall, pushes himself through into Gray London. He oh, yeah, has to, right?
2: Be- so we're beg, in a chamber Right,
3: beg for the magic to let him he through. He has to ask, please. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. Which uh, as an entire. Issue
2: and boom! Finally, our character is... So he drops Come out of together. the wall. Yeah, he drops out of the wall right onto the running Ooh. away Lila. Right onto Lila. Right, knocks him off. Part six: Thieves
3: Meets. Yeah. yeah.
2: Uh, So thieves meet, yeah, let's go. Chapter one, Mm -hmm. flashback to Red London. The soldier who was frozen, uh, the ice or whatever it is, Mm -hmm. cracks and melts into him. Yes. And his eyes are completely black. By the way, if you want to see magicians with completely black eyes, watch the five-part movie Mythica. (laughs) Available at Walmart. Uh,
3: Hashtag not a sponsor. (laughs) Not
2: a sponsor. Don't give your money to them, give them to us. Um, Yeah, and it it possesses him.
0: Yeah, It possess- it completely possesses him and then all of a sudden he goes walking away. In my notes,
2: in all caps, I have, oh yes, when I needed it, Black Magic Zombies.
0: Yes, Black Magic Symbiotes.
2: Yeah, which should be a song. Black Magic I, I, Zombies. What was the,
3: I don't, uh, <laughs> the way it was written, I thought was super cool, because like, you're kind of in the mind of the uh, black, ma- black Magic Zombie. Um, He kind of, like he kind of comes to, like, like kind of gets used to his body real quick, sees his dead compatriot, kind of takes a step in, like, I can't remember what it says, like, no, there's no flame left in that. Right. Hears the sound of people laughing in the tavern, and goes, "Oh, there we go!" And like, starts walking towards. Okay, I'm gonna say here, and I lo- and I love,
0: I like the moment of, and what is it? It's described as he shuffles off because he's yeah. still getting shambles. used to like, oh. which I ha- shambles. Yes, I have yeah. the uh, you know, I have the, the the men in black of the boat wearing the guy
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. wearing the man right, suit,
2: right. like getting used to, like
3: yeah. Your skin's coming off your face. <laughs> <laughs> How's that? Oh, gosh.
2: Although, my one issue with this part is it is written so well, and I'm so excited for this. And then, just as a forward throughout the rest of the book, this is so good, and to me, it's underutilized throughout I the wanted, rest of the book. I, I w- wanted so much more of a zombie apocalypse or whatever going on. I wanted Black Magic Venom. I wanted it all over the place, mm-hmm. and I never get this in this book. There is now, from this point on, it seems like so much kind of running hiding in pawn shops and character development and mm-hmm. boy it's it's really not it, it doesn't go where I want it
0: to I, go. I completely agree with you, Bob. I wanted so much more to be done with the sentient black magic symbiote. It's an over
2: awesome idea. And maybe it's in book two. Never read book two. But maybe, maybe it's, it's in oh, the it's, next it's book gotta or gotta three.
1: Yeah. It's gotta be. You don't...
0: Like,
2: Have th- you read this... them, Neil?
1: I no. thought you went through. No, I jokingly said I was going oh, okay. no, okay. to read them. Oh, okay.
0: Actually, well, I, and I know where this goes for this at right. the end of right. this book, which yes. we'll get to. That's what we'll get, yeah. So... Kel falls out of the wall on Delilah. Mm. Yeah. She pickpockets him, takes the stone. He kind of half yeah, wakes yeah. up and goes, "Oh god. Oh
1: crap." Yes. So on a strange note with this. Mm-hmm. My first thoughts reading this is, "Okay, I don't like her anymore." Oh really? Okay. She set up as this, this Robin Hood type character, yet she sees someone obviously hurt, well, and she steals from them. She does think he's drunk. Now, I, I, at the time. At the time. She oh, did, oh, at it the was time. all Kel's. at the time. Right, you're right. It right. said nothing right. about so, so she about the be. chest. The guy obviously looks messed up, and you just go, whoop. Yeah, that kind of ruined my whole Robin Hood thought of her at that time. Okay, is this is ridiculous? <laughs> you don't like
2: her anymore. She's <laughs> Homie, from...
3: homies bleeding out. No, homies bleedin out. <laughs> okay, no, but, no, so from, then from, we, that, from that point? Yeah. And
2: then we jump onto like chapter two, right, where Lila's going back to her apartment. Uh, six. So yeah, yeah. I, we rewinded a little bit. We rewinded little bit there, a little yeah. bit, right? So in
1: still six, thieves me, and she's all. Oh yeah, yeah, actually, and she's all the head, in the
2: yeah. midst of this existential crisis about how she has nothing, and her life mm. has been about nothing, and then. Kel, like bamps into the room. Bamps is exactly the word I have yes. down. Yes. That's what I have written in yeah. mind. Bamps into the room. Yes, and he night crawlers into the
3: room. Yeah. So, so <laughs> something super cool bamps into the room, goes for the stone and passes out. Yeah, <laughs>
2: and uh, wakes up tied to the bed, and I'm like, oh, this is well, going hey, somewhere. Well, they're, they're I was oh, doing the oh, same yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we, here, I
1: going back to what I literally just said. Mm, Okay, she does admit she thought the guy was drunk, so I'm okay yeah, with that. Yep, yep. But now she sees him; he's covered in blood, sees his two eyes, looks like he's getting ready to wake up, and she smacks him in the head with a book. Oh, right. I, I, thought, I thought it was uh, she saw the black eye, got freaked
3: out by it, and hit him because of it. Yeah. But, well, it looked like he was waking up, and then she just yeah, like oh yeah, because he was yeah, like, yeah. he opened his eyes. She saw the black eye. Oh God! It's like and <laughs> she smacked him with a <laughs> oh a bug. Right, right. Like, uh, um, and then, and, and then, then it gets to that. Yeah, event. it does. It right. does. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. he's tied up, and there's something in this next chapter about how. I gotta find it. I gotta find it. Well, we'll Kelly uses we'll his magic
2: to burn off the ropes, um, right? Uh, but can, Lila, Lila can see the magic door that he used, and Gray's can't do that. Sort of like uh, if you, like you, ever watched, you ever watched
3: Jumper. Um, well,
1: nope. I took that thought as she currently has the stone. Of course, she's able to see everything right now. Ah, that. Yes. Okay, maybe the stone's activating oh. everything. And see, I took moment, it as well. Okay. Obviously, we're gonna
0: have the person from the non-magic place that doesn't is supposed to have magic. Obviously, we're gonna have yeah. that trope of well, there's somebody who has magic.
1: Well, that's what I thought. Eventually, was okay. She's gonna be the gray Antari. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what her role is gonna be. And find that spot yet, there, buddy? No, I'm still looking. Okay. Well, anyway, I'll, I'll fill some time here for yes, you, if you will. Do. Here in Tap part, dance. we're in chapter three. While well, well, he's looking for, right? She
2: learns how to. Yeah. She ma- magically uh, learns how to use the yeah. stone Wait. to make the sword. I can explains. do it. I can do anything. Yeah. So she makes a, a black long. sword and then makes Kel do a magic mic show. Well, no, she makes she makes <laughs> a no. fake Kel. She makes fake Kel. Makes fake Kel. She makes fake the gollum yeah. Kel. Magic mic show.
0: Yes. No. <laughs> yeah. With but you know, I what can, can can strings and old timey instruments play the, the you know do 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 do
2: do. yeah, I don't know. Um, so she tries to unsummon him. It attacks her. The real Kel dispels her. Takes the rock. Fake Kel.
1: Doesn't dispel her. That'd be it. the end of the book.
2: Yeah, the real Kel dispels <laughs> it. Sorry. Yes. Kel. Takes real Kel the rock,
0: dispels fake Kel. Yeah. Tosses, and, and the sword gets tossed out the window.
1: Eventually, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's
2: yeah. cool. I I have written my notes, it's cool. He binds her. Uh, and With the wood of the walls. Yeah, which is cool. I, I did. Uh, I a great I movie feel, scene. I, I'm going to. A really great, a movie, great movie
1: scene. A great
0: movie scene where the panel on the wall comes out and makes a handcuff. Yeah, it here. would be really good. I, I, I'm going
1: I'm to give up on the apocalypse. Pushing him into a wall.
3: I'm gonna I'm gonna give up on looking for that part. I I swore there there was a part where it was like, um, it was just so contradictory of itself um, about, like her being so caring and blah 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 and not caring, or not caring about his eye or something. like. You just knocked him out because his eye scared you. Yeah. Like, um, but any, yeah. anyway... Uh, but maybe
2: she's conflicted about her feelings. She's having feelings. I feel like yeah. well, you supposed she to just think got, she has feelings almost immediately. I did not. I just thought she was but, a little... Yeah, she, yeah,
0: she,
3: yeah, she's getting know. weak at this part. She, al- yeah.
0: she almost got raped by the old man. She just almost got beat up by the three guys in an alley. Okay, I could see her okay. being a little bit cautious oh, she, about yeah, strangers. She's, a she's weird. She, yeah. And I, I think she's trying to give money to
3: little child strangers. Shadow Kel's we striptease. Okay. I, I actually, I do like. It's like the book's not taking itself too seriously. It was kind of no. a, the vibe that I felt. Yeah, and it, it was refreshing to me. Okay. Um, yeah. Nothing, honestly. Something, something used in incor- something like that used incorrectly could have like ruined. Ruined. It. Yeah, but it was. But she, it it was, was kind of fun. It, it, it was. It was like the way that she like said like of course I can make it do this. <laughs> like, yeah, He's like, right. no. He, I think it's like, he's like, would you just stop? Like, yeah, right. Please. And see, I was a little, me- I was messed up at this point
0: because this is the half of the book here where for whatever reason, I'm still thinking in my head that she's like
2: 14. Oh, oh yeah. Four. And four. so this oh, scene was yeah, totally like, two, what yeah. is going on here? Yeah, right, right. Mm-hmm. So we're on to chapter four, right? Lila cuts herself free from the wall after about an hour. You know, and again, I love this wall scene, like you said, Club. Great movie. If this ever becomes a movie, great movie well, scene. And did we have just to back you up here yep.
0: for one second? Did we have the part here where the sword, what with what happened to the sword after it was she threw it out, out the right window? That's after right, she right? cuts
1: herself out, she has this weird moment of, I
2: oh, oh, shouldn't have this.
1: I really right. want this. I shouldn't have this. And then she throws mm-hmm. it out the window after being that's able right. to fight strongly okay. against it. Yes.
0: Yeah. Nice. yeah. And, it and so out we get the
2: window, so which
1: will come back.
0: Yeah. When it goes out the window, clanks into the alley as some drunk dude is walking by, and then all of a sudden it, like... Uh, his name is Booth. Booth. Yeah. As, and then it is a, written... I will give her credit here. Written very well, oh, because I yeah. had... I did, yeah. and I'll keep, I'm going to keep going back to the Venom symbiote, because that's yes, how I keep seeing this the, thing. That's exactly how I see as it. I just see the sword, like, slithering up to the guy, and
1: like... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, with that thought, I actually... I agree with you right now, thinking about it. But at the time, I thought, well... Black in the veins, black in the eyes. Well, that's similar to something we've already seen in this book. The exact same as the veins of the Dane twins. Oh. And then I wrote fishy business, because they're right by the water. Fishy
2: business.
3: (laughs) I I, I generally would boo such a pun,
2: but I enjoyed it. But I I found all that very cool. Like, the stuff that I have, uh, you know, for... I think that's very a very cool setup with this black symbiote and I, I will
3: say that I wanted so
2: much more from it I though. I want so much more from this and in part I, two I've got way more to say on where this goes.
3: I yeah, I, I feel like we're, we're gonna cut it here. This is gonna be a part one of uh, two, two two part like like we do. Like, like we always The Dungeons and Dweebs guarantee. <laughs> um, Neil, uh, I guess yeah. Should we, let's let's do some real quick final thoughts. Yeah. Um, this is, it's kind of a weird place to end it here. Um, right. But I, I think I don't think so. Guy becomes a
2: symbiote with a black sword. Oh no! I, I mean, just just
3: just as far as like timing in the episode. So let, yeah. let let's do some not final thoughts. um yeah. m- Median thoughts. Yeah. Where where are we where median, we at right Median here. thoughts. What, what do you remember? What you were feeling at this point in the book? At this point, specifically,
1: it just started getting going. Chapter parts one, two three, four, if that was all the book was and it was going to be that same style the whole way, I probably would have thrown the book at Paul for saying that he stopped reading the book (laughs) and said, why don't you give me a better warning? But now things are starting to pick up. I'm enjoying it. And I can't wait until during the next podcast where we actually are able to have that debate between red, white, black, and gray London that Bob and I are already teamed up on the same side. Because that's in the next part Mm. and I really can't wait for that moment. Because... You two are wrong, and I point you. <laughs> <end>. uh, <laughs> so, clap. What um, do
0: you think? At this point, we're halfway through, and I'm I'm feeling much better about the book than I did at the beginning. Those first, like that first quarter of the book, I had such a hard time yeah. getting into. Mm-hmm. Um, I was much better able to get into it once we got the Lila character. Right. Once we got the Lila character, that that. Uh, I was able to identify more with that, even though I would, even though I had a weird age thing with her in my head, I was made, I was much better able to relate to her writing than I had been to Kel so far. Kel was just coming off to me up, pretty much up until the point where he got stabbed in the alley. Kel was coming off to me as the spoiled magic brat. Mm. and I really wasn't liking that I really wasn't identifying with that I agree. this guy this guy yeah. is supposed to be this guy is supposed to be our hero I are supposed to want to identify with him I really just wasn't Lila came into the picture I was able to identify with lila actually the character I'm able to most identify with so far Baron. is Baron yeah. <laughs> yeah. <I can laughs> and, tell that and I say that because baron's very similar and um Luke and Neil know baron's very similar to a lot of the characters that I play yeah. when we play d d um, no he's not Baron
1: is a nice guy Your character
0: is not uh, Actually he will be now But that's another story entirely um, Spoilers yes. <laughs> Spoilers I'm, I, I'm, I'm sorry Matt Please don't take it out on me That I said that um, <laughs> That was a shout out To our uh, god for, DN, for D&D um, But no I'm, I'm into it at this point point. I want to know what happens I, I'm not comfortable with the characters I'm not comfortable with all the writing I like some of the drops um, the Jen and Parish drop yeah it's Rosencrantz and Guildenstern it is um, I like that I like some of the tropes that she's using um, I just don't like a lot of her writing because I feel too disconnected from it I feel way too far outside the third person that I like to feel when I am really want to be into a book mm. now that I've rambled about that Luke
3: hi uh, Hi. so welcome back uh, my, my median thoughts on um a darker Shade of Magic. I... I haven't... I've enjoyed myself throughout this entire... I, maybe uh, some things with Lila, I kind of, I'm like... Okay, I, I, I did... I definitely... I'm starting to feel like there's a little bit of retreading going on. But not in a bad way. There's, there's a lot going on here. Um, there's mystery in a good way. I feel like... A foundation has been laid for something that I... Where I'm at in this point in the book, I'm going to continue on whether we're going to do it for this podcast or not. Because it's got that fantasy, that magic. It's got something I've been looking for mm-hmm. in a book. Okay. Bob.
2: Yeah, um, going along the lines of uh, Club, uh there's something about Kel just did not resonate with me. And the big problem is if the, one of the main characters is not doing it for you, it is going to be a slog. And so this first part was a slog for me. Um so I uh, that being said though I do really like Lila Okay? So that's oh. I, yeah, I, I do really anyway, think it was just she's minor a strong character.
3: there's just minor parts of her Yeah, and point. I
2: yeah. so I, I did really like her, but I agree with you. There there's s- some of the parts of the writing and I, there's nothing I can put my finger on. I, I can't put my finger in site specifics. There's just things that this I think it's a combination of everything. Uh character names that just happen by happenstance to resonate with the real world, that's hard for me to disconnect from. Uh, yeah, yeah. And there's just there's parts of the writing that are not connecting with me. There's there's a lack of action. Uh, there's odd things with with the writing and pacing and chapter delineation. I, I was having troubles getting into this book, so I, I won't I won't lie. By halfway through this book, at this point, I remember back three months ago, I was not looking forward to the rest of the push through this book. I wasn't. I wasn't excited. Do you think part of it,
0: Bob? And this is just yeah. something that popped into my. There's too much. There, there are times here where there is too much going on. Mm. Either do the book about the realm travelers, or do the book about the sentient black magic symbiote.
3: No, I, 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 think I like ha- it. I think yeah. having, I think
0: having them both in here doesn't, so far, especially in the first half of the book, doesn't feel complete, or doesn't feel complete, or doesn't feel enough of either.
3: No, I, I, I like that. I like that. Yeah. It, it, it's 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 a, a living, breathing world. Like there's there's not just one thing yeah. happening. I, I I like that it it moves. There's well, like, I, can, we'll, I can buy that. Yeah, I well, buy what it. I what I
2: what I've I pledged to do. I've got to go back. Uh, I'm gonna read this again before we do part two. Yeah, you are. I've got yeah. I've got a refresh on mm-hmm. this book because. I know going through it, there was there was things I, I can't and that I can't put my finger on anymore, and I gotta clarify for myself. Maybe it was the mood I was in when I read it, coming off of Red Perspect- Rising trilogy, a Rising trilogy. The perspective we've done a lot of far lower key uh, sci-fi books. Maybe it'll be far different reading it again. You know, so I need to come back, reread this book, and kind of either fall in love with it or out with it again. You know, and mm. find find out. What was going on that first time I read it? Because mm-hmm. right, right now, I, I know I, I wasn't happy and I did not like this book at all mm-hmm. when I read it the first time. And at this point, I would have jumped off, even with the action we got uh, that first time. So I got to go back, reread, find out why that was. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't remember. Cool. So, yeah.
0: Well, folks out there, you're listening. Do you agree with us? Are you against us we don't <laughs> yeah. agree with ourselves at this table we'll have like um,
3: regions of ve schwab fans yes. destroying us and again that's people. one of the things that
0: <laughs> we've Please, talked.
3: come help me <laughs>
0: yes. but, well that's one of the things that we've talked about a yeah. lot and that's why we really enjoy doing this is very because very inadvertently have a good balance we, well, <laughs> yes we
3: do we well, don't ever
2: try to no.
0: and we can have different opinions yeah and yeah. that's fine and we can talk about it and that's no you that, can't that's what makes it interesting and that's what makes all of this interesting so by all means Hit us up on Facebook. Hit us up on Twitter. Email us for crying out loud. Um, if you want to send a snail mail letter, well, it's not uh, eighteen nineteen anymore, so you can't do that. But um, You could still could. You could go to
2: stamps.com and get us a stamp. Would you, stop mail pl- us a would you stop plugging
3: stuff that we're not getting paid for?
2: <laughs> I just think it's really funny that people would go to stamps.com to get stamps. I don't know. You can. There's a post office right there? I don't know. (laughs) Anyways,
0: by all means, talk to Uh, us. Come back. Let's talk about some feedback. It'll give us a little bit more on Tavern Talk. It'll give us a little bit as we go through here. And we want to hear from you, whether you're in Luxembourg, whether you're in Japan, whether you're in Australia, whether you're just down in Ohio or up in Canada. Or in Red London. Or in Red London. (laughs) Um, I want to hear
2: from people in Luxembourg. We got a lot of you people downloading this podcast. Let's hear from you.
0: (laughs) So by all means, please hit us up. Uh, we are back again. We've got Neil in the fourth chair again for this round. So, Neil, he bought the first round. He needs to buy the second, evidently, from your math at the beginning of the show because he still owes all of us.
2: I bought two rounds this whole time. Percentage percent. of so the one. I'm are, buying a third. You're I want you buying to a third. think about this. After this long, you've been on
1: every single one. That's true. And only now you pass me up. Okay, let's not bring hey, hey.
0: Oh, <laughs> all math. You're, you're, you're hey, hey. You asked math Let's just get one. Let's just get one more. Baron! Baron, send a, look, a couple of those bucks and mains over here. I with only some, you
3: know. have gray shillings on any red Lynn I've
2: got these with holes in them.
3: Thank you for listening to this episode of Dungeons and Dweebs. There's even more adventuring to be had at our website, DungeonsAndDweebs.com. We would love to hear from you. You can email us at dungeons at gmail.com. You can also find Dungeons & Dweebs on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Find all those links at DungeonsAndDweebs.com. If you enjoyed the podcast, please help spread the word by leaving us a five-star review on iTunes. The music for Dungeons & Dweebs is Fatal Fight by Royalty Free Kings, and can be found on their website, RoyaltyFreeKings.com. Dungeons & Dweebs is a Tim Gilbert Media production, copyright 2017, all rights reserved. And no part of this show can be reproduced, repurposed, or redistributed without the express written permission of Tim Gilbert Media. The end of Avengers game <laughs> that's what I did <laughs> 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 I we're <laughs> off the rails already. <laughs> <laughs> already it's gonna be editing Time stamp five and a half minutes yeah. you so don't do, do that anymore you, you used to though. do that because I, I just listened to it. okay